a better you were trying to say that Don Tolliver had a better performance than Travis Scott on that Cactus Jack album. He did. He it did was not. a fact. No I, I, I was like, I, no I, was like where, I don't know. The line? I don't know where's about that. Tell I was like, lines, I, I, especially at the time, I said, that I don't know facts, about that. bro. That is facts. I don't Thank know. you, man. Okay, I thought Sheck West beat both of them. So that Sheck <laughs> West beat Sheck West beat both of them. Your boy Sheck. Bro, Sheck West didn't even beat uh that random dude that was on. There was a dude named Lux, Luxury Tax. I know you like, don't even know who I'm talking about. I don't know. He didn't even about. beat Luxury Tax on that wow. one song. Wow. One of the seven. He didn't even beat Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke had nah, a Pop Smoke. Oh no, Pop Smoke did. I, Pop I, I'm, I'm completely joking. Sheck West was like Sheck probably West. at the bottom. You know, and completely joking. Young Thug Sheck on um the Out West joint. Ain't Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Remember. So in other words, listen, just listen, it's okay, man. You can, oh, you, can okay. you can apologize. That's, that's listen, all that's all I'm saying, I, bro. Listen, hey, hey, I'll never apologize. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's like, never, never lost. I never I, lost. I'll never apologize. <laughs> man, it's dead wrong, and he, and he, and you will you, you stick to your conviction. Yo, you go, like, go you ahead. like the new you like hey, the new hey, list, my G. Hey, I was gonna say, go ahead, go ahead, call me Bill Clinton of uh 2021. I <laughs> never apologize. <laughs> Yo, let's get into the show, though, man. Let's get into the show. Let's All right. Yo, 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 yo. We are the ill-advised wise guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy QDZ. AKA Widow's Peak Bandit, aka Michael Blackson, aka actually not Michael Blackson. Michael Gordon, aka Percolies. <laughs> per are you off the perky? Huh? Wait, baby. is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's a play on words. It's a, it's a, oh, okay, it's a, all right. You know, Just making sure, man. You know, don't we don't do no. We don't do no. We don't do no. Perks. We don't condone drugs on this show. But no when you, when the show is over, you can do whatever the hell you want. Just nah, say no words. drugs. Say no to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I'm, hey, I'm actually can... surprised nobody called themselves Perkleys yet. No, come on. That's that's pretty weird. I mean, but. like you got the you got the little Zans of the world, you know, like all these people going ham. Yeah. I think there's somebody called Lil Perk, right? In there? I don't know. Kend I wouldn't, Kendrick, I wouldn't doubt Kendrick it. Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. Hey, this guy, man. Hey, all right. Anyway, oh, this man. is episode 110. 110, guys. We're making our way, man. We're making our way. I feel like episode 100 was so long ago, man, but it 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 really wasn't. You know, I, that was such a milestone. But then we on 110. You know, uh, 90 more episodes will be at uh, 200. I mean, you see how I did the math there? Yeah, that was pretty simple. But nonetheless, we have a guest on this episode. You guys probably remember his face. You probably remember his name. Uh, cool guy, man. His name is Jordan Lowe. Straight out of uh, Virginia, actually, man. He's one of our our our, our, our home guys. Oh, you know what say, say what's up, bro. What's good? What's good? It's the boy Jordan Lowe in the <laughs> building. <laughs> in the yo, building. Yo, you throwing them gang signs? What was that, man? That was VA. Two up, two know, down. You, you, there we was... go. That's what I was trying. It's like <laughs> it's like flipped on the screen. It's flipped like... exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. We in the building. I'm happy to be here. Thank y'all for bringing me on once again. I'm ready to get into it. Let's go. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, uh, like you know, Jordan is a Jordan is an, a cool, cool guy. Does a lot of social media editing. Works for Complex. If you guys are looking for, uh, you know, a very talented 
editor, hit him up, man. You know, I'm sure his DMs are open. You feel me? We trying to we trying to flood the, flood the DMs with business. You, yes, sir. You know, but make sure you ha- yes, you have her proposal right. You know, that's all I ask. Have the proposal right. Come correct. Just, just send the invoice. Uh, <laughs> send the invoice like you should, not like Karen Civil did. But <laughs> right, <laughs> just, just just saying. Uh, anyway, we got a jam packed show for you guys. Um, as always, you know. We want you guys to subscribe. Hit us on uh, Apple Podcasts. You know, we're on there. Hit us up on uh, Spotify, YouTube. Um, we're on Patreon now, guys. You know, this is uh, it's a new new little endeavor for us. I think we actually got our first patron uh, sometime early this week. So that was dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm always surprised when Wait, people hold, subscribe hold, hold to pa- Patreon, Patreons, hold, whatever hold the hell it's called. We on yeah. Patreon? Like- Sir. <laughs> Is my ass on there? Isn't Patreon a porn play, pay for porn? That's site? only fans, sir. <laughs> Bro, what's wrong with you, man? That's only fans. Don't think that, uh, you got the wrong. You got the wrong site, man. What's up? Somebody with you? is 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 the intern Slong in there? Like, what's going on, man? <laughs> Who set up a porn site on our behalf? <laughs> uh, hey, he I don't even. I don't, I don't even know what to say to that. But shit, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't me did you set up you so you set up the patreon it wasn't me no sorry. but not nah, hey subscribe to us uh you can find me on instagram twitter by the name u-c-h-a-y Uche v-a uh you know shout your socials out guys before we start the show i'm pretty sure that's gonna be important because you know we want people to follow us and, and, and hear the nonsense that we talk and also the gems too oh yeah 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 i'm a good follow follow me on uh, what's my name? QD isn't available. I actually changed my name. QD isn't available is my Twitter name, aka Quincy Wears Hermes. I changed the uh, title of my name. And then Instagram, I believe it's QDZ for Sheezy. Check out Rainy's Game Music. I got a lot of album posts on there. Our latest post is Don Tolliver. Uh, I did the post, so go ahead and check it out, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. And if you see me in the street, say hi. Hey. Yes, sir. Check me out on IG and Twitter at Low Show Co. L O S H O W C O. And you can find me on YouTube at Jordan Low. Yes, Bow. sir. Yo, so how y'all doing, man? Y'all, y- y'all doing good, man? I know th- I know this is uh people gonna hear this when they hear this, but you know, as far as how things are going, you know, how how's your family? Did you catch COVID yet? Uh, are you still wearing a mask? Are you traveling? Like, what's going on with like Jordan? Like, how you moving around these days, man? What's up, man? You, you can't know. be locked in the house still. Listen, bro. Listen, I'm already a zombie at this point. I got the COVID uh, vaccination joint. Um, I got that. I got two doses. I think I need the booster dose at this point. You know what I'm saying? I think my roommate got like influenza, Ebola right now. This man coughing. <laughs> So I'm like isolated in this game, but at this point, <laughs> so, you know, he says it's not COVID. So I think we good, but uh, yeah, man, I'm good. I'm in New York. I'm toughing it out. You know, these streets is dirty, bro. Ooh, Ooh, New York too. I'm New York. The New York streets is extra dusty and dirty. <laughs> love, hey, but I, I love out of, out of, in New York. <laughs> but you know what though? One thing I'll say is y'all, New York is a cleaner city, city than Philly. Philly got to be one of the dirtiest cities. Mm, I've never been. Been. New York is no. a little di- dirtier. No, it's New not, York though. is a little dirtier. You <laughs> nah, see random nah. trash. You see random. 
you be seeing flyers on the ground from like 2008. <laughs> like, yo, yeah, yo, hey, why is there a flyer for flow for flow rider? <laughs> nah, bro. Yo, one time, yo, Philly is so dirty and dusty. One time, I went to get a cheesesteak, and I'm like, yo, why is why is this cheesecake cheesesteak got dust on it? Like, shouldn't this be nah. fresh food? Like, it doesn't make nah. sense. What, what was that? <laughs> What was it then? Was it was it was it some type of virus? Like I don't bro, understand. Like some Cajun, like Cajun seasoning. <laughs> Yo, bro, if 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 I mistake dust for Cajun seasoning, that's how you know how dirty your place is. It should be pretty obvious, man. Come on now. Nah, that's the hype. I think New York City got them. <laughs> New York City a little bit. They got they got the they win the crown. But I, you know what's funny? Like coming from Virginia, going to like New York City, I'm always like I embrace the dust. In the dirt, right? Like you're always like, yo, I like the whole, you know, dirty feel in New York. Like something about it. You're like, oh, the, that random whiff of trash that you get, you know, when you're walking the street. Hey, it's just like, listen, yo, where is this trash coming from? You know what's funny, man? I, it's so, part of the experience. Speaking of New York, speaking of New York and and giving things character. So I, I don't know about y'all. I don't know if y'all heard this shit before, but like I've heard New York New Yorkers, people who born and raised from New York, say. Oh man, you know why our pizza here is so good? It's because the water we use tap water from from the uh, the the pipes of da da da. I'm like, yo, y'all are really running with this narrative that the water is coming from a pipe in in the ocean or whatever. Like, have y'all heard? You know what I'm talking about? Listen. Have you talked to Have you talked to a New Yorker who tries to explain that, why their the pizza is good? They say that's why their bagels no, are so but good. They, but they say the water that they use to make the mm-hmm. bagel. I'm like, what the mm-hmm. fuck are y'all talking listen, about? Listen, listen, listen. That's some dirty I don't know shit, nothing about that. Like, I've never heard that. But New York does have the cleanest tap water in the world. That's fact. Is that true? I thought, fact. Look the, at Google. I thought New York was that's the worst. Fact. You would think that. So so yeah. that, could be, that could be what people are talking about. They keep saying, like, the water. I, I'm telling you, man. It's fact. I thought people was capping. I ain't gonna lie. Like I've heard it multiple times. I'm like, this is cap. This is some type of fairy tale, some folklore. <laughs> they passing down BS stories and from in New York generation to generation. You're telling me that this is legit? Listen, I'm I'm not saying that that the pizza and the bagels. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying the tap water is the cleanest tap water. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't. Know it that. might as well come from Fiji itself. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's different. What? Yeah, come on. Google. Hey, man. I need. Google. I need the car. Yo, you guys. I need you to Google pro- that. You need to provide a report. I, I need a report. Uh, because I'm not rolling. I'm not rolling, man. <laughs> Go ahead and wow. stick one of them. The inspection. Doing a full <laughs> inspection on it. I mean, I didn't know that either. I would. I would have never guessed to drink tap water from New York. I thought it was gonna be the dirtiest because they didn't have no time. It was just ah, just pull it from. My man this, it right this now. pod. I'm I'm legit googling this shit right now. If okay, I'm capping, let me know. I, I that. If I'm capping, let me know. Oh man, <laughs> tap water. Yo, this is what it said. It said New York. This is the key word. New York City tap water pizza. That was like literally really the first search. Oh wow. Now I've heard that it before. Says, it says it says New York City has some of the best tap water in the world. Grab wow. your reusable bottle and drink up. It says each day wow. more than 1 billion gallons of fresh, clean water are delivered to New York City from pristine reservations in the Catskill Mountains in New York. Wait, what? It says, okay, New York Stop City drinking water is world-renowned for its quality. Stop the hate. He was just talking about how I dirty. I did not know that. He was talking about how dirty we are. Like, yo. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I did not know so, that. 
So all wow. of the people that was telling me this for years, and I thought they was lying, they were telling the truth. Telling oh the my truth, god! Right, okay, mind, bro. Wow. <laughs> Next time I'm in New York, I'm about to just get my water from the toilet. It's probably good, right? <laughs> it might be. Shit, it's coming from the same source, right? Same source, right? <laughs> hey, Jordan, wow. hey, Jordan, Jordan, be refilling his water bottle in in his toilet from, <laughs> or, hey, straight from the straight from the shower head. Like, yo, hey man, he's about to give me some let me refill my water bottle real quick. <laughs> hey. Over here talking about, hey, hey, oh, are you thirsty? You want some water? Hold on, let me turn on the shower. We got you. you already know. You already know. That's crazy. That is crazy. But anyway, man, yo, let's start the show, man. We've been, I think we've been joking around for a little bit too long. I want to get into this Meek Mill conversation because Meek Mill himself just dropped a, uh, a, a new album called Expensive Pain. I believe this is his first actual full-length project since I think 2018, if I'm not mistaken. He dropped championships which i thought was a, a pretty good effort you know um albeit it was sample heavy it's not really my taste the music was pretty strong though but expensive pain in general i think came out of the blue really for a lot of people right and so i know both of you guys have heard it i'm pretty sure the world has heard it there's a lot of mixed reviews i just already know that off the top i've heard every type of review for this album i've heard it was amazing i've heard it was garbage i've heard it was average where do y'all fall into that that scale? And uh, of course, I'm gonna let our guest do the honors. So, so Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Grab your tap heavy uh, water and uh, your New York City water and uh, go for the topic, man. What, what you think of that uh, expensive pain project? <clears throat> Meek, if you're watching this, it's over, bro. <laughs> it's over, bro. Now I'm playing. I'm I'm joking. I'm trolling. I'm trolling. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. <laughs> Man, I don't know where to start. Expensive pain, bro. Like I can't relate. I can't relate. My pain is quite cheap, if you ask me. Like I, I feel like Meek is not talking to me. You know, I feel like I'm not his audience, his his target market. Nor do I really want to hear what he has to say. It sounds like mad. Like that sounds like. Disrespectful, I guess, but yeah. I don't know. I just don't connect. I don't connect with him anymore. It's not 2012. Like, mm. I, I just don't connect with him, what mm. he has to mm. say. And like, I feel like mm. expensive pain is a, I guess, is a good like concept, but I feel like he didn't hold true to that concept as much as mm. like I would have liked to. You know, like it just seemed like he was just bouncing around, like he was teetering that line, like playing with it, the idea, but didn't go like as deep as he should have. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the beats were nice, but I don't know. But I just don't really, I'm not checking for Meek. Like I honestly did not listen to anything. Well, I heard the sharing locations when that dropped the, yeah. uh, with Dirk and Little Baby. Dirk, but, and, like, Dirk and Baby, yeah. Bro, I did not check for the album. I listened to the album yesterday and it just sounded like noise, bro. So I need y'all to help me, bro. Help wow. me, bro. Okay, look. Help all right. Me. You know what? How about this? How about this? Q, before you go, let me just ask this a different way. Let me ask this a different or a different question, rather. So I just found out that he he actually... And I know a lot of people don't give a damn about numbers. You know, some people do. So Meek Mill, I think he sold 93,000 first week, right? Just to give you a little context as to what other artists that are other rappers are selling. Like, I believe... Uh, NBA Youngboy, who's currently in jail, who we're going to talk about a little later on, I believe he sold like 150, 130, if I'm not mistaken, something around that first week, right? And so 
Meek Mill is much more of a seasoned artist. You would think, you know, that would mean something. But he sold under 100K. Do you feel like that is indicative of kind of what you're talking about, Jordan? Do you feel like people don't care about him no more? Like he's no longer kind of the voice of the streets, if you will? Yeah. I feel like that's kind of what Meek was. Like he was kind of, he was like the guy for a while. Like of the young street dudes, he was speaking for them. Do you feel like he no longer has that crown? Yeah, I feel like that's over with, bro. I'm not going to lie. You know what I'm saying? Bad to the numbers. Bro came behind Drake, and it's like Drake's fourth week. Like Drake did like 110. Like he did something like that where he was, well, I don't know what it was, but I know he came behind Drake this week. And it's like, bro, like, I don't know, man. I feel like Meek, bro, is kind of all over the place, bro. I don't know if he's like still in the streets. I don't know if he's justice reform. I don't know if he's, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, bro. Y'all help me, man. I feel like I'm hating at this point, but I'm gonna <laughs> yo, yeah, Pete, I can, I can help. I can, I can I, help. I, I, I'm gonna come in here and save the day. I, I thought I was gonna start one way with Meek, and I I feel like I'm gonna be on a different side by the end of this topic. Right, well, but, but go ahead, go ahead, Q. Well, you know, you know, from based on what Jordan said, right? Yeah, I think the big thing we gotta ask is are our expectations for Meek a little too high? Because in my opinion, I think the expectation level for this album was was unnecessarily high. I mean, I don't, I don't think Meek has ever put out a great album per se, but I think it was so highly anticipated. Once you hear it, I don't think it was ever going to meet expectations. So I'm not wrong. Hold on, hold on, people, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa. You're saying what? Meek doesn't have a great... I thought Wins and Losses was a great album. It was a great album. Wins and Losses is good Wins to me. I didn't say... Great. I mean, I wouldn't put it like I'm talking about. Like, I wouldn't put it in Blueprint One, or like I wouldn't. Put I it mean, it's in the it's, same. It's all relative. Come on, don't. I wouldn't don't bring, put it. In the same. So that's my point. My point is, you. my point is, Meek Mill. I think his expectation levels, and that a little bit of it is himself, because I think that yeah. when he promotes his albums, he does it in an old school way, right? Like snippets. Like people don't do that no more. Snippets on Instagram. Uh, he'll put out like singles every like two, three weeks right before the album's about to come out. He's going on Twitter and like just continuously talking about it. Like people like the mysterious rollout where like we don't know what you're about to do. Like a lot of times people don't even know what the album's called until like a week before. I think he needs to kind of change his rollout, you know, a little bit. And then also I think he needs to really like work with somebody consistently. Like, I think Meek, his hype was a lot higher when he was with the Maybach music people, like with Rick Ross, like when it was dropping, I'm a boss. Like, I think that his persona matched that Maybach music group, like persona. He swayed away from them and he kind of seems directionless with, you know, the, the his approach to releasing stuff. So I will say that doesn't help. I think it's his rollout is really what messes him up, but... Um, in terms of this album, man, I, I still think Meek moves the needle as a rapper. Like I was telling what needle, to... what needle is he moving? <laughs> like what needle are we talking I think about? He, I, he's still like I was telling Ucha a couple of days ago. I said, yo, like when yeah. he talks, when he raps, I actually listen. Like he I don't know what he's saying, bro. Like, like it's like his voice, bro. I like he'll be rapping like a like he be screaming words a second, bro. I don't know what he's saying. What is he saying, bro? I mean, I mean, I actually think like if you actually take the time, Jordan, I will say this: you have to listen to the album 
at least maybe three times for it to, I think, really, really like click a little bit. And then also maybe you got to have genius right by your side and just be reading through the lyrics as he's saying it. Because I do think that he his from a content standpoint, I think Meek is as good as any other rapper from a content standpoint. Like he tackles a lot of stuff in this particular project. Like he talks about, you know, heartbreak. He talks about, you know, uh, being backstabbed, his jail stint, like very riveting content. And then from a rapping standpoint, I do think he's skilled. I do think he has decent flows. Maybe he can be a little clearer. Maybe he can be more concise with his deliveries, but I do think that he has the skills and the tools to be a good rapper. I think really the big problem is expectations need to be lowered. I don't think Meek Mill is on the same level as all these high rappers, but he, his rollout seems like he is. You know, it's almost like Drake, right? Drake's album in retrospect, his last album, uh, Certified Lover Boy, it was a good album, but the expectation levels that we put on it was so high. A lot of people out here are saying they disappointed. It's underwhelming. I so it. to you know what I'm saying like it, it was actually a good album. I I thought that it, it fell in line with like his good work, but it was a good you know, album. I think if if you put the expectation level a little lower for me, I don't think we have this problem about him being disappointing. In my opinion. look, well look, I, let me let me jump in here, man, because I I, I think I understand where both of y'all are coming from, and uh, somehow some way, I'm probably leaning more towards what what Q was talking about. But I'm, but I'm also like, I understand exactly what Jordan is saying as well. Like, I feel like overall, the the hype behind what Meek used to be seems to still be there. Like, almost like, you know, it's almost like when your reputation precedes you, it kind of follows you, right? Your, your reputation can bring you to a certain degree, but you still have to deliver, right? And I just feel like, the expectation, the reputation rather that Meek has is not matching the delivery of the music that he's bringing to the table. That's ultimately where, I, where I'm at right now. Now, does that mean the album is garbage? No. Does that mean that Meek isn't snapping like he normally would and he's not rapping his ass off and he's not actually speaking, like really talking? No, he actually is. He's doing all of that. You know, I, I brought up, um, you know, I d actually did a review on Ratings Game Music. Shout out, shout out to the site, you know, uh, plug, plug, plug. Ratings game music. Check out my uh, Meek Mill. Uh, uh, my GM, my GM, my GM, my GM. Sorry, Meek Millie, Meek Mill. It's like not, nah. but no. Uh, one of the things that I said was, you know, he had a song called Love Train, and I thought that was like one of the better yeah, songs in the project, mostly because of it. Almost felt like that was a complete song. Meek gave you. He gave you many aspects of what he could do. He, he sung a little bit. He he rapped. He 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 told an actual story. I thought the second verse was like really dope because he yeah. he compared a watch to a girl, basically like yo, if you trick out a watch, you know, you devalue the da, 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 like all the rich nigga shit, right? Mm -hmm. That only the rich people can probably relate to. But still, I thought that is the best version of Meek. That if we get more of that, I think we wouldn't be talking as down as we would on Meek in this album. But overall, it just doesn't feel like he has a lot of growth. I think that the growth that he's showing outside of music, prison reform, bringing people home, all of that's respectable. We should give him hella props for that, honestly. Because, I mean, how many people can actually say that they're doing what he's doing from a community service, whatever you want to call it, prison reform standpoint? All of that's dope. But did we get any of that in the music? So I kind of feel, I feel you, Joy, when you're like, 
who is he really? Is he is he a street dude or is he prison reform? Is he because if he's both, it's confusing as hell. It really is. Like well, it's not. He's not really giving us complete ideas throughout the project. And also, last thing I'll say is one of the things that I noticed is the album is called Expensive Pain. I didn't understand what the album was called throughout listening to the music. Like it didn't. He didn't really execute on the album concept. Like it seemed like a concept album by the name. I didn't really get. It just sounded like do rap. Nitpicking. Nitpicking. It's like. What is it's Certified Lover Boy? Drake is over here. Is did he? I knock really him too. Awesome I knock him too. Boy? I knock. I, I, yo, <laughs> like I told you, on, I wish on, it was a concert. Hold on, hold on. But wasn't that as a, as a fair critique? If if I said, "Yo, Drake dropped Certified Lover Boy," and the album cover and the and the title doesn't match any of the music, am I wrong? No, it's it's confusing. I mean, I, it's confusing. I, I think from a nitpicking standpoint, like if if it was a concept album, and which it wasn't. Then I'll be like, yeah, he he should have stuck to the expensive pain thing, but it wasn't a concept album. It was kind of just, you know, I think maybe that's just a term that he lives by, you know. But I mean, I don't really care about like the album title per se. But I, I will say this, you know, I think hip hop has a problem. Talk to me. Just because an album comes out doesn't mean you're obligated to listen to it. Every week on Friday, right, a new album comes out, and hip hop fans flock to that album and they give their opinion you know meek was one of the albums that came out two weeks ago which there wasn't many that came out everybody listened to it and i think that at the end of the day meek is not everybody's cup of tea like he's just not just like nba young boy is not my cup of tea if you really want me to like grade an nba young boy and be fair i would be like yeah i can't listen to this this is like noise i think meek mill caters like you guys said he caters to a specific crowd and even more so today that if you listen to the album, you're going to be a little confused. You're going to be like a little like, yo, this is not for me. Like Jordan said, but we're not obligated to listen to me. You know what I'm saying? Just cause you're a hip hop fan. Don't mean you got to let me, like the album. Let, you know let me mean? say that. Let me say this though. I, I feel you, but not being a fan or, or not being able to relate to the music has never stopped any one of us from being able to judge the music. But like he, to, to, hold on, hold on. To, to, to say that, to say that me, we don't relate to Meek Mill, we've never been able to. When has he ever been talking? Like, when has I he agree. never not been talking street shit? So no, I agree. If, if you're not a dude from the streets, you can always use that argument. Oh, like, you know, I don't live that life. He ain't speaking to me. But, but like, you've, let's move beyond that and actually judge the music. Was the music slapping or not? But what, you've aged. What, what's the fire? You know what I'm saying? Think about it. Like like Jordan said, 2012 is not 2012 anymore. Do you know in 2012, I was 23. I was in the streets. I was over here buying $5 liquor and bottom shelf liquor every hey, single time. Like, yes, okay, I can probably relate a little more back then, like what yeah. he was talking about. But like, I'm now 33. I'm drinking Casamigos. My knee hurts. Like, I, I don't know if I actually feel like listening to somebody screaming as much as meek does like it doesn't resonate with me as much as it used to because he's he's essentially so, doing the same thing let me let me nah, ask you something I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. real quick i think the music has to age and, and that's the main point I like agree. one of the I main agree. reasons why i don't really listen to little wayne anymore even though he's having an amazing run right now is that i feel like little wayne is rapping about the same things he rap he always rapped about I kind of want a, a 444 from Lil Wayne. Like I want him to be mm -hmm. a little bit more mm -hmm. introspective mm -hmm. and talk about things from being, um, going through the stuff with Birdman and going through, you know, mm -hmm. all the things recently. And I mm -hmm. feel like he's not doing that. Mm -hmm. And it, I kind of feel like Meek is 
kind of on that same, same level. Thing. And I need Meek to like grow. Same way I'm growing as a fan, as a listener. Bingo. It just seems like he has he's it's it's nothing. Like it just seems I don't know. But you see, we, but that's facts, but facts. that's what it, we want though. That's we, what we, we I don't want see. that. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, you said we want what? No, I'm saying personally, we want our artists to grow. Personally, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, 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 absolutely. Because absolutely. we're growing. Yeah. But it's like he still has them street people that ain't grow. Like there's still people in the streets rocking with him. Like that's that's bro. How, how, long, how long are you gonna be doing that, man? The, the dude over here talking about prison reform, hanging with billionaires, and he talk like like t- honestly, the music is not matching. I believe what he's trying to give off, like the yeah. the shit that he's doing in the world is. And I'm not saying you gotta go fucking Nelson Mandela on us. Like that's not what I'm getting at. But like the content has to somewhat evolve. Not it has. It doesn't gotta For do you. A, a whole. I'm talking about as an For artist. General, Ide- ideally, general. ideally, as an artist, ideally, your you know what I'm saying? Should For you. evolve. It should evolve, should it not? For you, I agree. For me too. For me too. Like ideally, that's what I would want. Like I, I would want like the way Jay Z grew. But let's be real, guys. When yeah. Jay Z grew, like when Jay Z started talking about that older stuff, I didn't like it initially because I was young back then. You weren't on. I that. was like, why is Jay Z talking about Maybachs? Why is Jay Z talking about wearing button-up shirts? I don't care about that stuff. I want him to do the party stuff. But then as I got older, I appreciated it. You know what I mean? So Jay-Z, I think, is one of the best artists in terms of growth. Like you mentioned 444. His growth as an artist is amazing. Drake's growth as an artist is amazing. That's only like a select number of people I think are capable of doing that. But I personally don't think that that means that the music is bad if you don't. No, nah, it, do, nah, it doesn't You know mean what I mean? It, it doesn't mean that at all. And it, me it looking from that. a objective standpoint i can objectively look at mcmill's album and say it was a good album so why is was it what i wanted from him <laughs> no but it wasn't bad in my so opinion. real so real quick i just want to walk through some of these songs that i actually liked uh you know and then some that i didn't like at all uh you know the joint with um no sorry the one with asap ferg me I, I really liked that i thought i thought that was a dope song um what else? Love Train, like I mentioned before, I thought that shit was fire. You know, that was the the singing meek that I didn't even know he was really capable of, honestly. Um, and then let's see, I probably gonna name one more. Let's go with uh damn, there's not many. There's really not many that I like. But the intro was good. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. Oh, the intro outside, was good. Outside, 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 outside miles was good. Like, I, 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 I like that. I like that. I wasn't really feeling, you know, on my soul. I wasn't feeling you know, love money. There's a bunch of songs. I love it wasn't feeling north south, south side with gigs. Like, there's a lot of I was songs. Hot. That it, it's the that beat was, was fire. Hot, the, beat, the beat was fire, but gigs verse was trash. Really? It was trash. Wow, gigs verse was it. garbage. I liked this verse. I was like, what are you talking about? It was good. I thought, I, I th- from a from a feature but standpoint, I, like I thought I thought Money Bag Yo had a pretty good feature. Thought he had a pretty good feature. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know who like, I thought was. Sorry, like Kaylani kind of didn't really stand out the way I thought. That's, that's you know, exactly what I was about to say. She didn't really stand out the way I thought a Kaylani verse that, was. Sorry, Hook was really gonna do. Like I was, I was underwhelmed by that song a lot. That's exactly what I was gonna say. That was a horrible hook by Kaylani. I was disappointed. <laughs> it was like you know how like you you buy beats and sometimes the beats come with like uh, somebody <laughs> sleeping on the hook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how they Let like. me ask y'all real quick. Let me ask. Oh y'all real quick. shit, that's facts. <laughs> that's so facts. Do y'all feel like? Do y'all feel like the world needed this? Like, do y'all feel like he had something to say? Do you feel like 
like this needed to come out when it came out or do you feel like yo he should have just waited he should have like you know put more thought put more effort into it because i feel like we don't need this like if we're talking replay mm. value i don't mm. know if this is gonna if this is gonna age like well at all mm. you know what i will say i will say we didn't need to wait i'm gonna go back to the whole rollout point the way he rolled it out i don't think we needed that i mean because we knew it was coming like, I think if he was surprised us, like we just woke up on a Friday, oh, Meek dropped something. And like, it, he just hit us with it. I think that would be dope. Kind of like how, like, you know, with Tory Lanez, uh, with, with his situation with Megan Thee Stallion, just out of nowhere, he just dropped an album mm -hmm. and addressing everything. And I think just getting blindsided would have did this album like justice to me. Like it would have did it, would have been way better in my opinion. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we needed the project per se. Um, he could have just kept dropping singles, sharing locations. I thought was, I didn't think, I didn't like it when it first dropped. When I heard it in the album, I thought it was all right. You know, I'm like, okay, this is, to me, this is, this is a standout from the album. And, and it kind of, is, it's weird how I can not like a song when it first drops. And then when the album comes out, I'm like, oh, this is a standout. That make that lets me know how pretty average I think the project is. Like wow. if, no, honestly, like, hmm. you know, and that's just my opinion, obviously. But no, I don't really think we needed it. Honestly, I don't, I don't. Speaking of Tory, though, I don't want to get off subject. Y'all see what Tory doing? Like, y'all see that some, shit? Some nineteen eighties type stuff, right? Like, y'all see that? Oh, this continuously he's putting out nineteen eighties right stuff. Yeah, no, like, like he's bro is on some different shit right now. Like he talking about think... he dropping a nineteen eighties album on, on December first. Wow, yeah, it's, it's really it's really strange what's going on. Like, and yeah. the promotion he's doing for it is is like just it's like eighties eighties inspired like photos that he's doing is is weird. Wow, it's bizarre. Yeah, it is. yeah, it is, it is, it is. He got my attention though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, for but sure. But no, y'all got y'all got any last thing I want to say about Meek? Yeah, bro. Um, I think, man, who would y'all say is Meek's peers like right now? Mm. He thinks he seems to think uh, who he's he mentioned two people. Yes, uh, he said I, I need to be on the same level with Mac Miller, which was very bizarre. He say said what? Mac. Yeah, he said I want to be compared to Mac Miller and. To somebody else, I think why he would said he say Mac Miller? What the hell is it? Like, I, I don't know why. As, as I said, it was very weird. I, I, I'm gonna find a quote, but y'all can go ahead. I'll, I'll so, find it. so for me, do you mean who do I think Meek thinks is his peers, or who do I think is Meek's peers? Which Let's one? Do both. Let's do both. <laughs> Let's do both. Okay, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. This with, is I'm gonna start. Oh, sorry. Let me be sorry before you go. I'm, I'm go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is this was posted on October 1st. Meek okay. Mill demands. Same respect as Kendrick Lamar, Mac Miller, and YG. All so right. Out so, of his own mouth, he thinks that that's his peers. So, so, so this actually, so that's kind of where I was going. That's why I asked that question. Like, which one are we talking about? Because if, if you're asking me who do I think Meek thinks is his peers, <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, I don't know about Kendrick. That's crazy. There's no way Kendrick would be his peer. But I think somebody like a, I think he legitimately feels like Cole is on his level. Like, mm. I, I feel like, you know, basically the 1A, I'm sorry, the 1Bs of the world. Like, whoever is most people's 1B, I think, you know, that would be what it is. So, I, I think I'm going to go Cole. I think he also feels like he's an OG in a way. So, I got to I gotta throw in um, names like Yo Gotti. I know, I know like, I'm, I'm not saying that as a, as a rapper. I'm saying, like, the respect that Yo Gotti gets as, like, a boss and, like, as, a, as somebody who's an OG in the game who, who people look at. I feel like Meek wants to be looked at like that. Okay. But if but in reality, 
this man is on. He's slightly disrespectful. He's slightly below. He's slightly below Moneybag Yo right now. Like he's he's whoever is below Moneybag Yo right now. That's where Meek is, in my opinion. So you guys can fill in some names because I think Moneybag Yo is more is hotter than Meek. I think he's not. I think he's a he's rapping at a at a he's putting together music. He's putting together hits that's connecting with the people a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there's levels to it right now, right? I think Meek is a vet, but he's kind of no. He's he's kind of like a C level artist to me. You know, you know I I don't think he's top tier or really even second tier right now. Um, you know who. I'm gonna say I'm gonna break it down this way. I'm gonna I'm I'm come. I'm gonna come up with a, a a way better name than that. But go ahead. I'm gonna break it down this way. I think Meek was supposed to be Nipsey Hustle 2.0. Like that's who he was supposed to be. Like if he would have played his cards right, he could have went down like that same respect level, that same bravado. But right now, I would say Meek is like maybe a notch below Big Sean. Same level as Big Sean. Where I like that. B list, C plus list, but still like, like a really good feature. That's a good one. That's so, a good one. So you said that Meek quoted, he said Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. he said Drake. No, he said uh, Kendrick Lamar, YG, Mac Miller, and um, yeah, that was it. Kendrick Lamar, YG, and Mac Miller. Okay. I feel like with artists like Kendrick Lamar, Matt Miller, if we look at the Drakes, the Coles, um, I don't I don't listen to YG that much, so I can't say YG, but I feel like whenever they release, it's like they have something to say. So they're not they're not dropping music for the sake of. I mean, Drake did it that one time with the Dark Lane demos, but for the most part, it's it's something that it's a void in in the game, and they're coming to fill that void. I feel like with this album there was no void i feel like he could just drop in just to have music out maybe get some revenue from it (laughs) and i think yo you need to wait you need to find something concrete that you want to say like expensive pain Mm. that's a great concept to focus on if you want to do expensive pain take more time like just Mm. spend more time crafting that crafting what you want to say make every verse intentional Mm. You know, because if you, if you really want to be compared to those caliber of artists, you have to have something to say. You can't just drop music for the sake of. Mm, mm, that's well said. Yeah, I mean, I, that's real. That's real. I think uh, with the, the the artists that they compare, my bad, Uch, real quick. I think right. with the artists that they compare, to your point, Jordan, like when Mac Miller drops, Mac Miller's talented, dude. Like was talented. Mac Miller was more than a rapper. Like Mac Miller was put piecing together like really complete songs, R&B, soul, jazz. So YG is a storyteller. Like his albums, a lot of times he's telling a lot of stories. It's, it's actually concept albums mm-hmm. a lot of the times. And Kendrick Lamar, we all know Kendrick Lamar, yeah, yeah, storyteller. Sure. Great. I think Meek, in this day and age, me and Uch, we always talk about this. It's hard to bring out great albums when you're just a rapper. I think Meek is just a rapper. Like, yeah, he spit bars, like battle rap, like maybe that's his lane. But like to expect like a complete body of work like those other guys can put out, mm-hmm. that's hard for his given his, I don't want to say limitations, but given what he does best, he's kind of just a rapper. And I can see 
him, one of the things that I didn't like about this album was I could see formulas that he was using. Oh, throw an R&B singer on here. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about love, romance, mm-hmm. Kalani, you know, and then I'm going to rap over it. Three standard verses. I know that formula. Oh, let me get Lil Dirk, Lil Baby together. He sounded like Dirk on one of the songs. You know what I'm saying? I, was, I, was I see formulas, you know what I'm saying? That. So, yeah, yeah, that's kind of my beef with Soup where he is. So, so for me, I got a name, and I know this is going to be a, It's going to be considered an insult, but I truly believe right now um, Meek Mill is slightly above where Lil TJ is. Like, and I, I don't mean as an you artist. Tripping. You tripping. <laughs> hold on, hold on, you hold on. tripping. Listen, yo, let me, let me, let me explain. Let me, let me explain. Lil TJ, and forget about what you think about him as an artist or whatever. I'm talking about album sales. I'm talking about demand. I'm talking about how people are consuming Lil TJ. He's getting placed. I believe he sold like 60,000 in his last week, uh, first week in, in his album he just dropped. Meek is not that far ahead of a little TJ. I'm not saying they're the same caliber artist. I'm talking about peers. That's what we're talking about, right? Like, who are the peers? Nah, nah. Yo, you, 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 you got you got it. You got to think about it, man. You got to think tripping. about it. No, it's no, not no, little see, TJ. See, see the problem. <laughs> see, the, see the problem with us. The problem with us as a as a whole. This is what we do, right? We 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 use people's reputation, and it clouds reality. Right. We're, we're like, oh, we know what Meek does. We know what he used to do. We know what oh, he should be doing. We know what he think he should be doing instead of looking at how the music is being received and the people are actually checking for it. No, Meek, that's me, what see, you're that's comparing. What you're comparing just album sales. Meek Mill gets on the radio like a lot. Like Re- Meek Mill has singles. Meek Mill actually makes so, songs with so, Jay Z. So does <laughs> like, well, Lil, Lil T. He's on the radio. Lil He's on everything, man. Meek Mill's a guarantee. Like I literally heard that Kalani song yesterday on the radio. Him and Meek Mill on Kalani. It's a I don't song. like the song, but they. It's like an automatic. Like Meek Mill and Meek Mill's features actually mean something. Like when Meek Mill features on somebody, oh yeah. Who does he? Who does he feature with? I mean, he's What's featured he on. Um, he don't even do that many. He was on Roddy bro, bro. Rich, Roddy Rich's past album. He was on Little Baby and Little Dark's album. He was, he was on, on Roddy Rich's past killed. album. Yeah, remember his last album, his first album. He was on there. Yes, he was. What song? He was on. Um, uh, I don't recall that, but whatever. Uh, it's all good. Whatever. He was on it. Uh, he he he's on a, a good amount of people. Like he actually. When somebody has Meek Mill on their album, it actually means something. Hey man, listen, all I got to say, Little TJ, that's disrespectful. All I got to say is Little TJ is featured on Jordan Lucas song. Little TJ was so, featured so, on the song so, with Boss and J Cole. He's so, getting plays, bro. Like so, he's not so, like he ain't so, no slouch out here. So look, look, keep keep the same energy. So if no. Meek Mill, if you're saying Meek Mill is below Little TJ, where is Wale? No, that's not what I said. Wale I did, is I did, below I all of them. That's not what I said. You misheard me. I said Meek Mill is slightly above Lil TJ. I didn't okay. say he's below him. Okay, then, then, then where's Wale? He's below. Then where's Wale? Wale has to be below uh, NLE Chopper. Is he even, is he even ranked? Is Wale even ranked? <laughs> but that's why I'm like, this you say peers. I say peers in terms of Wale moves the needle. Maybe not album sales, but like when a Wale feature, it matters. Like his features matter. He but gets like, radio play. Let's, let's focus on that real quick. So if we're saying the content level of Meek and Little TJ are like similar, that's crazy. Like Meek's life has so much content in it in itself. Like he's been through so much. Like there's so many things he could talk about that he's not talking about. There is no reason that this comparison should be happening, but it is. 
because mm. he refuses to talk about. <laughs> I don't. Know. I agree. Yeah, you know, one, you know, one of the, one of the things you brought this up. You brought this up a couple <laughs> minutes ago. Like the, the fact that he sounds like Dirk is. A, I was shocked. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I was shocked that Meek Mill, who's been out for a long time, is sounding like little the the, the little Dirk that's on fire right now. That lets me know a lot about where Meek is musically, artistically. Is he really, is he standing out? Is he not? You shouldn't be sounding like Lil Durk. I get it. He's influential. You like his style. But come on, bro. Like, there's too many performances on this album that were subpar. Like, I don't believe he executed a lot of the melodies, a lot of the things he was actually trying. You know? And, and, and it's, honestly, I was, I was disappointed by that. Not even gonna lie to you. Very disappointed. You shouldn't okay. be sounding like Lil Durk. Period. You know, you know, maybe, maybe what it is 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 Meek is somebody that strikes me as somebody that probably doesn't take guidance well. Like maybe somebody was telling him, like, you know, maybe you should do this. And he's like, nah, man, I'm gonna do what the streets wanna hear. You know, like, nah, man, I wanna do what I'm gonna do. And like, maybe he needs like a Kanye, an album full of like executive produced by Kanye, executive produced by, you know, uh, a West Side Gun, apparently, you know. Somebody, somebody to come in there and bring out the best in me, because I think he has potential. It's mm -hmm. just that he seems to think he can figure everything out by himself. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know I like anymore, that. man. But um, hey, man, I good, was gonna good, pivot. Good, good discussion, man. We we were long overdue. Let's jump into uh the next subject, which uh is NBA Young Boy. He's currently in jail right now for various reasons. But he has an album out, I believe it's called Sincerely Kentrell, that's doing a, a lot of numbers, you know. And, and really what I want to talk about with Youngboy is, you know, beyond the legal trouble, beyond the, the music that you may or may not be vibing to, you know, I think one thing that's undeniable is he is connecting with a whole group of people that doesn't seem to really get the notoriety that I think the numbers deserve. So, like, in your opinion, where is Young Boy? Where, where what's his ceiling? Like, what? Where is he right now? Do you? What? First of all, what do you think he is as an artist now? And like, do you think the numbers is really something that is indicative of where he is? You know, as a, as an artist, because I'm sure it's shocking to me. I don't know about y'all, but when I see Young Boy doing 150, I'm like. Bro, who who over here is streaming him like that? Not saying that you can't, but I'm like, dude, he has a hell of a fan base. You know what I'm saying? So, what's your what's your take on Young Boy as a whole? I know I asked like ten questions, but go ahead. You want me to take you know that? I mean? One of y'all, man. One of y'all, go for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take. I'll take. Hey. I'll take. I'll take, I'll take. Uh, rock paper yeah, scissors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Rock, rock paper scissors, dude. <laughs> Hey, join oh, one. Oh, you, join one. We did scissors. Like, we both you did yeah, you scissors. Had... Oh, my bad. I thought he had rock. Yeah. All right. Here you go. Uh, rock, paper, scissors. scissors. Shoot. All right. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> God damn. All right. It's hard to play this game from... from yeah, from yeah. I know. It, it really is. I feel like... um, So, typically in hip-hop, People love you when you're the underdog. And then when you go mainstream, they don't love you anymore. Like, that's how it usually works. And I think mm -hmm. NBA Youngboy was able to evade this. I think he has mm. a mainstream audience, but he still moves like an underdog. Reason being mm. because he doesn't do interviews. He doesn't do press. 
Um, he doesn't do the award shows. He doesn't get nominated. Like he doesn't play the industry games like a lot of um, other artists do. We know that fans hate when you elevate your career and you move on to bigger and better things. They say you changed. They say the music is different. They say, go back to the old, uh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? They always do that. And I feel like NBA Youngboy was able to still remain that low-key guy. The um, the lore is still behind him, the mysteriousness. We don't really know too much about him, yet he has a mainstream fan base. And I feel like the same things that are holding him back from being that mainstream artist that he could be are the same things that is propelling his career forward and allowing him to reach these crazy heights. We really don't know that much about the kid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But mm. he gets so many streaming numbers of kids on YouTube. They love it. He's the mm. top streaming artist on YouTube. People love the underdog. He's still basically that, but he does have a mainstream audience. I think that's mm. why he's going crazy. Yeah, I, I think, love the angle. I love. I, love I was going to say, love the angle. That take by that Jordan was fantastic. I think what you started off by saying, by saying, um, he was been he was able to still stay that underdog. That was a fantastic take. That was great because I a hundred percent agree with that. I mean, he has this like the mysteriousness, the 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 energy of somebody that like is not supposed to be in mainstream music. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. like, it's bizarre. But, you know, I don't know which of you wanted to go. I just wanted to say that, by the way. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, I think I like the I like the angle, Jordan, because like it, it, it's true. It's true. You know, he is he does move like a, a, a under underdog, you know, even to the point where you know, it appears he's not even heavily promoted. Like, I know he's signed. I know he's, like, on, I believe, Atlantic or something. So it's not like we're talking about an independent artist. Like, he's getting major label support, but you wouldn't know that because it doesn't appear that way. And so, I, it, it like, you don't hear him on the radio. Not that I listen to the radio, but I know for a fact they're not playing no young boy on the radio, right? So you get him on streaming uh, play, uh, playlists, which I guess is the new form of radio, and I just noticed a, a hell of a void, man. Like it's, it's, it's really interesting. Like I remember when I heard the news last year when they said Young Boy is the top artist on YouTube, and I'm like, on YouTube, like there's every artist is on YouTube. What the hell do you mean Young Boy is number one on YouTube? Like Beyonce on YouTube, uh, uh, Taylor Swift is on YouTube, uh, uh, Billie Eilish. Everybody's on YouTube. Like, what do you mean Young Boy is the number one artist on YouTube? That's kind of glaring that's a glaring statistic right there you know what i'm saying and it, it it points to the fact that like there's this movement going on that like we may or may not even fully understand but like it's happening yeah. you know it it, it it just it's happening regardless of how you feel young boy is that dude you know and, and i saw an interview recently birdman did where uh he talked about wayne and he talked about young boy he kind of compared them in a way um, but specifically, he was talking about Youngboy. He was like, yo, Youngboy is, is a superstar. He's actually been saying this for years. I'm talking about back 38, baby, yeah. Youngboy. Like, when Youngboy, your average person would no, have no idea who that guy is. And it's like, to hear certain people talk about his work ethic, how he records, you know, how many songs he cranks out. You know, I just saw an interview last night with his engineer. Right. Yeah. His engineer was being uh, uh, in interviewed and they, they were asking him, yo, like, how's the recording process? How do you record with yada, yada, yada? And he's like, yo, this guy is the easily the 
best artists I've ever recorded with. And this this guy I'm talking about, I believe his name was Jason Goldberg or something like that, said, yo, I've worked with everybody in the industry. Like I've worked with Wayne, I've worked with Kendrick, I've worked with the names that you would associate with greatness. You know what I'm saying? Like you have people speaking about young boy in that manner. And I just think that the mainstream hasn't gotten that from him because he doesn't allow it to. He's always in legal trouble. Right. So like you said, that mystery is there. I, I just feel like overall, man, some movements are not always going to be understood straight up. Like I think it feels like young boy has a grassroots movement that is now getting so out of control that it doesn't even make any sense anymore how he's gotten to this level. And, and, I, and I'm actually kind of scared because it's like, if he's done all of this, if he's gotten to this level with not that much press, we still don't know nothing about him, you know, what the hell is it going to be like if he were to be getting these major looks? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what could he actually turn into? You know what I'm saying? It's a rhetorical question, but shit, I mean, if you guys want to answer that, you know, it's up to you. You know, Yo, okay. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, you agree. I was going to uh, probably go a different route. Um, so I would think a, a good comparison for Young Boy is actually XXX Tentacion. I think mm -hmm. um, they both had cult fan bases, and I think um, one thing that Young Boy does is he'll drop music videos all the time on YouTube, and then those songs won't be on like Apple Music or like mm -hmm. Spotify. So that's the only place that you'll stream it. So all the numbers and all the views. Are mm -hmm. going straight there. X used That's to do that point. a lot too. It's a great point. Um, I think, bro, just like you said, like just him not doing the the industry games, not uh talking to people, building relationships like you're supposed to do. That's what's that's what's keeping him like really, really hot. And I feel like if he did play the industry games, you'll find more people turning on him. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. I think it's a baby, bro. Like. People mm -hmm. loved the baby for who he was. He was raw. He was mm -hmm. authentic. Mm -hmm. He was slapping people up in the mm -hmm. uh, design the store, mm -hmm. knocking people out. Cam mm -hmm. Cohart. Oh, that was, a, hey, that, hey, that was that was a, mm -hmm. that was a sick ass video. I love that video, bro. That was like, raw. People raw loved shit. him for that when he was the underdog. People mm -hmm. thought his flows were amazing. People loved him for that. But then when he elevated, when the music videos got better, when mm -hmm. he was doing more interviews, when he's selling mm -hmm. out festivals, doing all this mm -hmm. stuff. Pop people songs. Like people like, yep. oh, they don't want to. People don't want to like who everybody else likes. I think mm -hmm. the thing about Young Boy is a lot of people like him, but they still feel like mm -hmm. he's like the black sheep. They still feel like he's like you know. Yeah, facts. I agree. Fans facts. love to argue and have the unpopular opinion. Fans love to have hot takes. I young agree. Boy still feels like a hot take. Like liking Young Boy he is does. still a hot take. Absolutely. Even though that's it really isn't. That's such a great. How crazy great is points. that though? How crazy is that? Like, I felt like Top, the last album he dropped, sorry, sorry, the one he dropped before this last one, because he puts out just as much music as Gucci, man, at this point. Like, this man is the new Gucci man, as far as the amount mm -hmm. of music he drops. But, like, the Top album seemed hella polished. You know what I'm saying? It, it was felt polished. Like, it was, it it was, was like, polished. I'm listening to the album, and I'm like, dude, Young Boy sounds like an actual artist on some of these songs. Like, polished engineering you know it didn't sound as raw and i feel like that is as polished as you're probably going to get from this guy you yeah. know that top album everything else is just hella raw i mean think about it he dropped a song from behind jail called mm -hmm. still waiting yep. yeah. man is on the jail phone recording 
an actual song that if he was out, probably would have sounded fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it probably would have been a, a, a way bigger song. But just if you just think about how raw that song is, how raw it is to be able to perform a song behind a jail phone, that's as raw as it gets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That speaks to the yeah. underground approach, the cult fan base. His his fans is gonna connect with that. Your average person is gonna be like, this guy is a degenerate. Why is he? Why is he uh recording songs behind the jail? That's against the law. He's a he's a troublemaker. They're gonna be saying stupid shit like that, which may or may not be true, but it's raw nonetheless. You know? Yeah. So, Controversy sells. So I'm gonna come at a bizarre and completely different angle with this topic because I think it needs to be talked about. So before I I tell you where I'm going with it, I got a question for both of y'all. Do you think? NBA Youngboy has more white fans than black fans. Yeah, yeah. You think sure. he has more white fans Absolutely. than black fans. Absolutely, I would say so. Honestly, he, honestly, honestly, I think I think the majority of these these rap artists got more white fans than black fans. They do. So you know, I think. I mean, aren't there aren't there more aren't there more white? There is more white people. people. Like, yes, there is more numbers. white people in America than black. Yeah. I I also think it's also more white people. So. Uh, you know, what I was just looking at earlier, do you know that the second leading cause of death among teenagers is suicide, mm. right? So I think a lot of times we got to pay attention, like, to what these things are signs of. So, like, with Donald Trump, right? Donald Trump winning the presidency. That was a sign that there is a lot of people that think like him in America. I didn't think that many people would vote for somebody like that. What that told me was America is really divided when it comes to, you know, who we think is a decent person or whatever we ever want to say about Donald Trump. I didn't know they were like that. So what I think this tells me is that there's a lot of anger within the teenage community and NBA young boys music. You hear it. Kill this. Anger this. Blah, blah, blah. I killed this person. This, 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 this. It really brings out anger like it shows it highlights the anger that a lot of these teenagers have and it resonates with teenagers because they like that toxic angry energy you know what i mean so i think that particularly this last album like he had a lot of them joints where it's just like he i call him like the louisiana reaper where he's just talking about killing everything in sight and i really think that resonates with more people than people think because think about Eminem. When Eminem first came out, Eminem was talking about killing his mom. Eminem was talking about killing his wife. And, you know, I'm sure people that are, were our, our, our age now, back then, like 30s back then, were like, yo, what's wrong with this guy? He's talking about putting Dr. Dre in the basement and killing him and stuff like that. But it yeah. resonated with teenagers because it was like something about this guy talking about killing. Something about this guy's angry, erratic energy so fits. What is going on in the teenage community right now? Yeah, I think so. I I kind of I kind of agree with the um the premise of that. You know, same thing with X. You know, same thing I think, with X. I think I think kids kids more so than any other age group can relate to being misunderstood. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And so anybody who is out here who is clearly talented, they're trying to push it. Because if you actually listen to XXX Tentacion speak, right. As violent of a of an artist that he came across as as the legal trouble, you can throw in all the shit. One thing that you can't take away from X is that he tried to give off a message in his music 
that seem to be the opposite of the style you would probably get from a, a, a dude like that. You get what I'm saying? Like, you got this super positive guy who's trying to tell people, yo, you can be better than da 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 but, like, at the same time, he's doing wild shit. It's almost like what they call the juxtaposition, right? It's like you got two sides to the same person, and I think young kids can relate to that shit, honestly. Like, every, and really, everybody can relate to being I mean, young kids can but kids young, in general. Kids in particular, I should say. When it's erratically done, like when there's so much anger within, because like XX Tentacion's music also, he does moments where he was just like erratic, angry, suicide he talks about. You know, he talks about, you know, a lot of the bizarre, like he, he would always talk about like, um, when I'm dead, like what you guys going to say and do. And I think that really resonated with people, you know? So I think that's where NBA Youngboy gets a lot of his fans, his listens. So his content, basically, he's yeah. saying you're saying his content is relatable. That's what you're getting at. It's a relatable to your troubled teenager. It's relatable to your t- teenager that's fighting suicide, suicidal thoughts. It's relatable to people that are just angry. I agree with that to a certain extent. Um, I used to not like Young Boy at all for the record, just because I felt like he was like overrated. I thought he was gassed, and I just didn't mm-hmm. want to listen to any songs from him. Um, when I finally did give him a chance and I watched um, I watched one of his older music videos, he was still in the trenches. They had Dracos on him, all types of stuff. I watched it. And like, I feel like that, like the anger that you're talking about in his music and then also the, the, uh, the scenery of his music video, like that drew me in. Like, I'm like, okay. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of kids see. And it like draws you in like, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. This and like really about what he's rapping about. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But then once you listen to more and more songs and you get deeper in the catalog, he starts being more vulnerable. And mm-hmm. it's like now he's rapping or singing about love and like, mm-hmm. you know, just the mm-hmm. pain that he's dealt with growing up. Absolutely. And so I think, yes, that that like anger and hatred and whatever you want to call it, I think that draws you in. But once you mm-hmm. really listen to him, you you get more of like a, a you get to know who he really is a little bit more and, and understand why he's troubled yeah yes so like Ush was saying i think kids just understand him like mm-hmm. well they mm-hmm. feel like they understand him see mm-hmm. at the surface people who don't really listen to him we see him like just shouting and being erratic we don't mm-hmm. get it i think the kids just understand him they gave him more of a chance more of an opportunity and so they feel like he is misunderstood and so they want to like I guess cape for him. They want to ride for him, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. No, no, I mean that's you know, you know, just. I was gonna, just as a as a add on to that for real for real. Like I, I like how you brought up the the vulnerability because mm-hmm. that's actually very important to this conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if we're if we're being honest, he's up there in terms yeah. of artists and being vulnerable. Like there's not a lot mm-hmm. of art. There's a, mm-hmm. it's a short list of mm-hmm. artists that's really giving you this level of vulnerability to the point where. You can drop an album called Sincerely Contrell, and I really feel you. Like, I feel like the music that he makes is sincere to him. Yeah. Right? Like, But that's... Sincere to him, right? Mm-hmm. So it don't mm-hmm. got to be sincere to me. I'm talking about, like, do I believe Youngboy is giving me his true thoughts and feelings? 100%. But, 100%. That's, but that's kind of why I brought up, like, 
the suicidal aspect of it, where that's kind of part of the whole package of somebody that's going through issues. You're erratic. You have your moments yeah. when you want to kill people. You have your moments where you're like, I need love. Nobody loves me. Like in the way he yeah. pieces it together, it's so like all over the place. It's like not it's there's no rhyme or reason of how he does it. Yeah. So I, I think that's the mind of a teenager. One moment they're fine. Next moment they might be angry. Next moment they might feel like they got a breakup and they they just hate themselves. Like that to me, it really resonates. And and another person that we brought up that that I think should be brought up is Takashi, right? Yeah. Takashi six nine. That angry. He came in angry. Yeah. And because of that, he was selling records. Kids, it really resonated with them. I think you know hip hop. If if I'm a marketer, if I'm somebody that's actually looking into what's successful in hip hop, that area, that little teenage area, 15 to like 20 something, I think that's a big market for what? for for angry rappers Yo, to, to succeed that, in. You know what I mean? And, and that would that would explain the wave of TikTok and why do people are blowing up off of TikTok. We know the demographic on TikTok is in that age group you just mentioned, right? So like it's it's really it's really how rappers and just artists in general are blowing up and, and yeah you're right man the that's what happens they market to the impressionable people straight up and that's the kids oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that is literally how people advertise and it, it ain't just about music it's about business you know what I'm saying every people market to kids mm-hmm. all the time you know what I'm saying so yeah and kids move yeah. the needle and then the icing on top of the cake is. He doesn't do interviews. He doesn't do press. That's perfect. So now you got you got <laughs> interviews where they're they're talking to the engineer. Like, why are we talking to the engineer? It's because yo, we can't wild. get the yo, young boy. Yo, that was the craziest. I'm sitting there watching a 20 minute interview with it, and I clicked on it because I'm like, this is as close as we're gonna get to young boy, bro. In, in the act, recording process, this is the closest. Bro, this man acted like a whole like interview. He teased it a few times. Um, he did like this. He spent a whole day with young boy. Like he got on a private jet with him, like the whole day. It's never came out. They did that like over a year ago. Mm. Young, I guess young boy didn't want it to come out. It never came out. Mm. And so act okay. act doesn't really talk about it much anymore. But when they first did it, mm. he used to go on stream and talk about it all the time, saying it's coming out soon. It never came mm. out. So yeah. obviously that tells me that young boy doesn't really like to like open up in that light. He'll he'll rather do it in the music. And so that mm-hmm. makes fans mm-hmm. go to the music now. Absolutely. They hear Absolutely. what he has to say next rather than go to the breakfast club. Yes, and I sir. think it helps him. I think it helps him a lot. It actually. does. It, but you know, it's, it's a marketing strategy in a way. I don't know if it's genuine, but it probably is. It helps him though a lot. It helps yeah. a lot of these artists that do that. Yeah. You know what I'm but saying? You know, but you know like, what's like, crazy? Like a, like a perfect, I was going to say a perfect example would be actually, you know what? I don't even want to throw that. In. I don't want to throw this name in yet. But go ahead. Go ahead, Q. No, I'm I was just going to say, you know what's. What's even crazier is like, you know, that's kind of, you know, when you think of your stereotypical teenager, it's kind of how you expect them to act. You know what I mean? Like not every teenager is that mature, like as mature as Corday or as mature as Jack Harlow. Some of them are just like, I'm, I'm, I mean that in a, I don't mean that in a insulting way, but just in a, hey, like some teenagers don't care. Like we forget after all the kids that he's had, after all the albums that he released, he's only 21. His 21st birthday was like a couple weeks ago. Are you serious? Like, yeah. Crazy. He wow. may not act this way when he's 25. You know what I'm saying? I was awkward when I was 21. I didn't want to talk to people like, like adults and stuff like that. But he might actually change. 
at yo, think twenty-five. Ab- yo, think about when think about when you was in middle school. Think about when you was in high school. I, yeah, bro, we was bro, we was writing notes to girls. Like, come on. You, exactly. You, like a lot of times, you didn't even really want to get the shit off in people's face. It's like you know what? I I, I can't really say it. I want to just write it down. Some people just communicate in a, in a, in a different way, and I feel like young boy he seems to be that that type of guy where he he likes to communicate through his art. Maybe it, it, that's where he channels his inner emotions. You know, maybe it's just not natural, like you said, to for him to sit down with somebody that he doesn't really know. And, and give you his opinions. A lot of artists are like that, honestly. He's, he the, might not be mature. Like that. He might not be fully mature, which is completely fine. 21. Yeah. That's, he's still young. So, so I do want to... Right, so, like, in terms of, like, his growth, his longevity, would y'all recommend that he continues to stay this way and not eventually evolve to the person that has these relationships and is doing interviews. So 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 here's I here's, wanted to talk about that. So here's my thing. Um, keep the same energy you good, did good. with Meek. Keep the same energy you uh, did with Meek. Uh, Meek so is that, is that, you is that gotta talk about growth, right? Well hold on, but hold talk on. Here's the it. thing. Well here, hold on. So here's here's what here's what in my opinion, here's what young boy does way better than he does. Way, way better than he does. Damn, what am I saying? Here's what young boy does better than Meek. Right. He's already mastered the art of being vulnerable. Right. So from a content standpoint, I'm never going to worry about if young boy is going to give me how he feels and go into detail, just being descriptive. I don't got to worry about that. When it comes to young boy, it's about evolving artistically. Mm. Like that's all I'm worrying about with young boy. Meek is both. I'm worrying about him evolving artistically and content-wise. Like, is he giving us his true emotions and, and really what is going to make the music better from a substance standpoint? You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's how I compare the two. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, what was the original question? I don't feel like that was what you asked. No, it wasn't. <laughs> what was the question, Q? Like, what was the actual question? The question is essentially like, do you feel like he should... Oh, switch it up. eventually and become the person that plays the industry games so he can get like awards and nominations so, and so no stuff like i don't that. think i don't think he has to i don't think he has to honestly if he was your gonna, artist would you push him to i yo at this rate i would try to get him to do things that are natural to him kind of like what we was talking about off camera right we was talking about how you know you can you can or you you may or may not be social media savvy or you know what i'm saying you may or may not be somebody who just gravitates and just knows how to work it and you can, and if you try to force it it can come across as like you're, you're you know you you feel like you're 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 not really being yourself so mm-hmm. i would encourage him to really just find an avenue where he can fit he can feel like he's being himself whatever that means it can mean it doesn't have to mean him doing interviews it can mean him just doing a vlog, somebody following him around and just showing his life where he doesn't actually have to interact with the camera, rather people are just filming his life. I think yeah. that, bro, if, if Young Boy did a vlog, a documentary, that shit is going to go crazy because nobody knows what he does. Yeah. Nobody knows how he speaks. Nobody knows how he is with his kids. Nobody knows anything about the dude. Yeah. So it's just about being true to what is comfortable, uh, you know what I'm saying, and kind of showing, uh, showing your life. Well, that's a, that's a good question. Let me let me ask you this: Is he? It, it always comes down to money, right? Do you think he's rich? Like, do you think he's one of the richer rappers? Yes, he's the number one rapper, but is he richer than Yo Gotti? Oh, 
Is he richer what? than Moneybag, yo? Is he richer? I think yeah. because them, those guys are doing those shows and showing themselves more on social media, they're probably getting more bags than him. Because we all know money so. in the music industry is not... You don't get that much money from streams. You don't so get I'll, that much money from YouTube videos. Like you, you definitely, you definitely don't. It's not if everything. If he expands but. his brand outside of music, he might get more money. One thing I'll say, while Jordan, you, you seem like you're looking something now. One thing I'll say is that Network, young boy, <laughs> young yeah. No, one thing I'll say about young boy, from what I've understood, is that from a business standpoint, he's on point. He actually has his own business. Like, you know how all these artists talk about label deals and they talk about, you know, my label is signed to the major. Young boy has his own, it's called like Never Broke Again LLC. Like basically doing what NLE Chopper's doing. NLE Chopper, the way his business is set up, is it seems to be in his favor. Even though they may have major label backing, that, that's one thing I'll say about him. Unlike uh, somebody like a money bag, yo. Like Moneybag Yo is actually signed to CMG, signed to Yo Gotti, Yo Gotti CMG, signed to Epic or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, like I would actually argue Youngboy is more business. It appears. I don't know dude's numbers. It appears. He's probably making more than well, I mean, your I'm average just, artist. I'm just throwing that out there, but I, I don't know. So I don't Yeah, know. I mean, I don't know either. Like who, who the hell knows? Did a uh, story of OJ remix on YouTube. I remember he said that he- Boom. He owns a part of United Masters. I don't know how big the percentage is, but he definitely mm-hmm. owns a part. So that's number one. But then last month, he just signed um, a global joint venture with Motown Records. The mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. the last people to do that was QC. Mm-hmm. So, hey, there's a bag attached to that. I don't know what he's mm-hmm. about oh, yeah. to do. Oh, yeah. He's 21 years old. I don't know what right. he's about oh, yeah. to do with it, but just that ownership. Hey, I think he's actually richer than maybe your favorite rapper. You know, no, he he, he might be, but it's like, and, 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 it. and it's because of the business savvy. It seems like mm-hmm. he's doing behind the scenes. You will never, you probably will never see that. You probably doesn't. It probably doesn't look like he's that type of dude. But he's behind the scenes, moving in a smart no, way. It seems. You know what I'm saying? I agree, but I, I, it's like, but at the end of the day, the ultimate way, in my opinion, to really, really get to the bag is to make sure your 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 uh your character your brand is built from a social media standpoint yeah from a from a standpoint of being out there in the public like look at meek meek we all laugh at meek but meek is congregating with billionaires and meek is over here talking about i had a lunch with rock nation why why being corday who barely is dropping albums is over here talking about like, oh yeah, I've, I I I talked to Jack Dorsey and Jack Dorsey, the guy that owns Twitter, and he we talk all the time. Like to me, there has to be a bag to being out there and building yeah. your brand, being on social media. So yeah. I think eventually he may have to pivot to that to to get to that next level, because we all can talk about Jay Z. Jay Z's rich, yeah. Jay Z's brand got way bigger once he started dating Beyonce. Yeah. And Beyonce started putting him out there. He got become billions. Yeah. Like, so just next level type stuff, in my opinion. And uh, Uch, I want to challenge you a little bit. Uh, you said hey, if he up? was your artist, you said that you would tell him to keep doing what's natural and what feels good to him. Mm-hmm. But you know that comes with the controversy. We, we already tackled that controversy sells. People love that. Mm-hmm. But 
as of recently, a lot of rappers have been getting indicted. I mean, Pusheysti is facing life charges. Life, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Wait, is he really life? Yeah, He's facing life. Yeah. Fredo Bang and um Yikes. Hot Boy, they went down with like a Rico like mm-hmm. a few months ago. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. And then all the rappers that um, died, R.P. Mo3 and people of that caliber, Mm -hmm. King Von, et cetera. um, You have to factor that in too. And Mm -hmm. so what good is all these numbers that he's getting, all these deals, if he ends up in jail or in a casket? Mm -hmm. And so Uh, somebody at some point has to say like, yo, this does sell, but we value your life more than we value this short term is very short sighted if you let him crash out like this. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, like if you are a label and he is putting money in your pockets, what do you say? What do you do? Well, so look, here's the thing. Like I, <laughs> I'm not condoning any of the violence. Like none sure. of that. I'm not, I'm not rolling with any of the, like him being in trouble, him being seemingly being a, um, you know, not being able to get his life on track. Mm. Like that needs to change. I don't know what needs to happen for that to change because I don't, we not in his life. We don't even know what's going on behind the scenes. Like we don't know. We just know he's always in trouble. So what I'm saying is I thought we were talking about bringing his brand and what could make him a bigger artist, right? That's what we were talking about. That is his brand. The controversy is young boy's brand and that's the subject matter in the music. I feel like it's not, I feel like they need a, yeah. 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 I mean, to me, I, to me, those two can be separate though. Like I look at, I look at um the content as separate. Like for example, look at Young Thug. Yeah. Young Thug, just as an example, he's just one one of many. Talks about drugs. Talks about kill. Talks about everything. All these other dudes is talking about. I don't see him getting in trouble per se, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. he's not really getting in trouble by the law. So I mean, if we're talking about the the content matching you know, you being out and about and not getting into trouble, that's not always going to be there. Like, young boy should definitely figure out a way to get himself back to good standing, whatever that means, and not get in trouble because it's there's nothing about going in jail that is going to, in the long run, which is going to help him. Like, but, in, in, in the meantime, sure, it's going to help his album sales go up. The controversy is going to allow people to gravitate to the music. You look at it with it all the time, right? Rappers go to jail, and then what happens? They skyrocket right after Gucci man, we've seen it countless times. Uh, little little Boosie, right? Go to jail, come out, they're bigger. Short term, okay. Short term, I get it, but you got to find a way to stay out, like these other guys. Little Boosie found a way to stay out. I don't know how. Gu- Gucci man, he came out, he found a way to stay but, out, get out, stay out of trouble. But to I don't my know point, what actually happened. But I'm just saying from a from an artistic standpoint, I don't personally think Young Boy, from what I see. He's the type of dude where you should be trying to force him into situations that he's not comfortable in. I'm talking about capturing his life. I think a vlog documentary that could work. Yeah. But overall, he should stay out of trouble. I don't know what that actually looks like, though, for him, because that's not going to end well. Because young boys actually you... facing like five to ten, if I'm not mm. mistaken. Mm. But like you, you a federal a federal case, you know. But go ahead. But you said natural, right? You, yeah. You... That's naturally him. Naturally him is around trouble. So, I mean, I think it's funny because in this world that we live in, there's so many examples for us to look at for everything that we do. Mm-hmm. I think one example, look at NLE Chopper. NLE Chopper was talking that murder stuff just as much as NBA Youngboy. But NLE Chopper started to become this 
guy on social, uh, interesting follow on social media. He started to pivot towards a more like peaceful, you know, spiritual. And I think that helped his brand and helped to stay away and helped him see something else. Hella commendable. commendable, Another person I think that doesn't get enough credit for two people, G Herbo. G Herbo was in that Chicago drill, like, but G Herbo found a way to like, as Chief Keith and them were still standing in the streets, G Herbo kind of pivoted towards like LA, like hanging out with different crowd, like staying away from, even though he talks it in his music, but G Herbo is not like, to me, like in, when you see him on social media and stuff, he he's not doing crazy stuff. He's on some like luxurious, like, living type stuff right 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 and, and i think polo g is another person that pivoted from okay hood hood chicago gangster gangster to like now i'm i'm kicking it with like you know Brit bieber and stuff like that i think nba young boy if you can get him to pivot towards that slowly but surely you don't got to do it like all at once but like start having them be in with some of these other people these hollywood people you know just let him like once in a while you know like dabble in that so that he can kind of like morph into something that's you know but we have we have to understand that that's changing him like that is that is you're trying intentionally to change him at that point you're gonna make him like hang out with new people rather than his circle from back home you're gonna um try to morph the person he he is and that is going to change the music too like that's just a part of it it's going to change everything about him everything that people love and hate about him you know like i said earlier that fans love to have a good hot take like we love to debate and and have the unpopular opinion well if he does change his whole act and becomes like this this great person stand-up human being it's not really a hot take anymore i feel like when people discuss young boy, you discuss controversy. You discuss um, him uh, yelling and lashing out at Jay Prince that one time when they was beefing. You, you like crazy. you're discussing yeah. like all those things, and so I don't know, man. I don't know. But like, you, so, so, Takashi, so, 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 a great example because yeah. at the beginning of his career, it was like he was doing all these antics, it's all this crazy stuff. He's He's traveling out to LA. He's dissing all these gangsters and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Now that we know that he's not really that, like that yeah. now, the yeah. sales, everything declined because he's still talking it in the music, but in yeah. real life, he's not living it. Well, well, but you know, thing, which, can I say this real quick? Real, real, real quick. I'm going to say real quick. Go ahead. Make, make it quick. I got to say Really quick. I'm just going to say ahead, go ahead, go ahead. At a certain point, like the artistry if you are that really that chosen one that golden child as an artist it shouldn't even matter like you should be able to navigate through how your life changed if you are really that great of an artist yeah 100% at a certain point it has to come 100%. to that you know you know a lot of what we're talking about is changing your environment right yes i mean i think takashi has a different he had a different issue because we found out he was a fraud yeah yeah that's a different situation yeah. like a young boy moving out of his environment, similar to what you were just talking about, Q. Chief Keith, he got out of the environment, went into a different environment, and look what happened. The trouble decreased. G Herbo, no longer living in the environment that cultivated who he ended up being. You know, 
he got out of that. He started dating. Got he having kids. He looking like he having a beautiful yeah. a beautiful life right now. So young boy, I believe, just ultimately needs to get out of these toxic environments. Yes. Whether that means rubbing shoulders with Hollywood people, whether it just means him moving into the hills, bringing his immediate family, being secluded. I don't care what it is. He just needs to get away from the BS. Because you know I, I don't saying? think he. It, I don't it, think it, it he. Almost, Guys, I, I don't perfect, think he has a choice. Well, hold on, but here's the thing. I give a perfect example, right, of somebody who seems to be trying to get out of that toxic situation, but they're kind of having trouble on the way. Lil Dirk, right? Lil Dirk has been somebody entrenched in, in toxic, you know, murder, violence. The music follows all of that, right? Somebody from Chirac and whatnot. But you can slowly but surely see him try to get out of those situations, but he seems to still have one foot in, right? Yeah. Like two feet in, rather. You know what I'm saying? He, it's like you see somebody elevating, but he's kind of holding himself back. It, it, it's an environmental thing, I feel like. So I, ultimately, like like you said, if you're somebody who's that good, if, if young boy is half of what all of these great moguls like Birdman, these yeah. great engineers, like the dude I was just mentioning earlier, his engineers work with yeah. every part... If he's as if he's half as good as they say, yeah, the artistry is still going to be there. It's still going to be there. But for like, the I, I actually have trust in that. For the sake of argument, let's assume that young boy doesn't want to change. Everybody you mentioned, you said that they tried or they went and changed because they had a want to, a desire to. Mm -hmm. Let's say young boy loves his homies. Let's say he loves living in Baton Rouge or wherever he stays. Yeah. Let's say that he doesn't want to change, but you're the label. You're the one spending the money. You're the one who wants him to have a long-term career. Are you going to force him to change? Are you going to force I him will. to leave that situation? You because would have that to, right? is That you would is going to gonna hurt the product. If you doesn't but it's, want to. But it's a bad, like you mentioned, it's a bad investment. If I invested all this money, he's in jail. He can't even do anything. Like, you know, hey, that's a bad investment. I'd rather... Yeah take a shot with you morphing, changing a little bit, putting my money into that yeah. than to have you like every second thinking about you being possibly in jail or even worse dead. Like, but hold yeah. on. But can we be, but can we be honest for a second, man? Like, let's be, let's just be real. Like yeah. these labels don't care. It doesn't seem like they actually care about the artist, especially if the artist is making money. Like, let's be yeah. honest. Like, these these dudes they 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 end up in um violent situations whether it's through um you know cases you know whether it's drug addiction whether it's mental problems when does it ever seem like the the label truly cares about turning an artist around in their personal life like i haven't really well they they, they need care to if care they pockets i was going to say they, pockets, they but, care. but hold on but how is how is nba young boy being in jail hurt his pockets from a label standpoint if he's putting out an album like this while in jail how is this hurting my pockets? He's already he already doesn't move around. I'm I'm devil's advocate right now. He already doesn't move around. He doesn't do interviews. He has a hell of a lot of music recorded. He just showed that he can record a, a song through the jail phone. Is yeah. doing numbers. What is the incentive for a label to be like, oh, we, uh, young boy, we got to get him out of trouble because you know da, da da da. I feel like they this is not really an incentive right now. Like it's it's not unless he ends up dead. That's one yeah. thing. Yeah. But I just don't feel like the label has an incentive, incentive right now. If they had you, tours lined up, festivals lined mm -hmm. up, that would be an incentive because that's mm -hmm. that's how artists be making their living. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If they had that, and then if it got mm -hmm. to the point where when he got out, say he spent more time on the block than he spent in the studio, they would care mm -hmm. then too. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and young, it's true. More time on the block, yo. Young boy is an amazing artist. Clearly, he cranks out music like none other. Like he probably has a thousand songs recorded right now. They can figure mm-hmm. out how to put out music while the man is in jail. This is what they've done for well, all of these dudes. You well, know Uch, what I'm saying? I mean, like, and by the way, I'm not saying I, I'm not no, saying I disagree with nah, you. I, get it, I, get not, it. I agree with you. I'm just saying I don't think there's this incentive y'all are talking about. No, there, there's in, a in counter the term, in the short term. Yeah. Uch, you should know this. You got your MBA, right? So think about it like this. I'm somebody that when I go to the mall, right, whatever season it is, I actually buy the next season's clothes. So like if it's summer, I'm looking at winter clothes because I'm always thinking steps ahead. You are thinking right now. Right now he's winning. Right now he's, but you got to think steps ahead. You got to think one, two, three, four years because they're signing five, six year deals. Mm -hmm. And can he sustain what he's doing right now? We have to think long-term. Put it like this. From a long-term standpoint, I don't know if he can sustain not being played on the radio, not being on tour, not being on... Right now it works. Yeah, yeah. But what happens when he drops an album that didn't hit? Well, he already wasn't... He already wasn't doing radio. He already wasn't doing festivals. He already doesn't do a lot of shit that a lot of these artists don't do. So we're we're already dealing with a certain a certain pool of things that he would even do in the first place. But you're you're assuming this is going to work. But you're assuming this works is going to work five years from now. Yeah. You're assuming this is going to well, work look, two years from now. Well, look, here's the thing. If he actually goes to jail for a long time, this is a moot point because you can't, I don't believe you can go to jail for five to 10 years and sustain a career. So yeah. if that actually happens, all it is doesn't matter. I'm actually assuming he's going to get out within a year or two. I'm not, I'm not even, but I'm not even talking about jail. I'm just talking about I am. how, I'm talking about he, being how he moves. No, nah, I'm not talking about how that. He I'm moves, talking about how he moves ends him up in jail. Like most of the time, right? No, I'm no, I'm talking about his formula. Even before he was in jail, his formula of not doing interviews, his formula of not going on tour, his formula of not being on the radio, that yeah. works right now. Will that work in two years? Yeah, we don't know be, because the music industry always changes. If you're yeah. not ready to adjust, what doesn't change is your social media following. What yeah. doesn't change is you doing interviews. People have been doing interviews since the 20s. He's doing a formula that we're not sure is sustainable. And there's so, always my bad. No, great, no, great, no great. There's always gonna be a more street dude that pops up. You know mm. what I'm saying? And like Facts. kids are just gonna jump onto that. The guy that Facts. seems tougher, the guy that seems like he's really about what he's saying. You know Facts. what I'm saying? At one point it was 21. When 21 dropped red ops, I thought he was a demon. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. You know, and then you and then you got like people like Young Boy, you got people like 6ix9ine when he first came out. Yep. I feel like kids do gravitate to who they believe is really about that. Young and Ace, uh, Julio Fulio, mm-hmm. people yep, like yep. that. And mm-hmm. so, like, back to Q's point, it's like, okay, he's that guy right now. But with TikTok culture, with Instagram, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, whatever app comes next, whatever trend comes next, Nardo Wick is doing that right now. People love Nardo mm-hmm. Wick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is he going to be able to sustain not doing interviews and not having relationships? I remember when the album dropped, he had people from his team saying he gets no industry support. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody's posing his out, but he has no relationships. He doesn't talk to nobody. Why would mm-hmm. I post your album if you don't post mine? Why would yeah. I post your album if your roots and if you don't talk to me? Why would Drake mm-hmm. post your album if y'all have no, you know what I'm saying? So, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's just how it's gonna be. 
and yeah. there's going to be three artists I mean, that's willing to mm-hmm. talk to other people and do yeah, interviews. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like, sure it's sustainable. Exactly. Look, look, at the end of the day, there needs to be evolution, right? I think that's yeah. the bottom line. Because <laughs> bottom line, the man needs to evolve in some way. What I'm what I'm arguing is there's it seems like right now he's doing zero of that, right? Like yeah. that's what it seems. But guess what? I think he only needs to do a little bit. Like, you yeah. don't need to overextend <laughs> Probably, yeah. yourself. Just reach out to one, a couple people. You don't got to be best buddies with everybody in the industry. Like, yeah, Uch, I don't think that's necessary. He just needs to do a little bit more. No, but guess what? Personally. We're talking from his executive standpoint. Guess what? He's yeah. going to age. He's going to age. Of he's course. going to be 20. Like, if you're thinking about four years from now, he's going to be 25. Of course. You think his music is going to resonate like it used to? Like, he's going to have to find different avenues, which he, I thought he Look, started man. doing. He started, he started, he had a song with Nicki Minaj. He yep. started. Um, Didn't like that song. I know, you, I know you're talking about. Um, what, what, what that speed bout or whatever. Yeah. I but um, I, I wasn't either, but, but he started to open himself up a little bit. Had a song with Snoop Dogg. I think yeah, he has to yeah. do more of that. That's his two year plan. I think he's on the way, guys. I, I I really do. Like I think that like he's he's showing that top album with like you said, the, the song with Snoop, you know, like you said, the song with Nikki. I think it's happening. Like he did it, he did the joint with on Tyler's album, right? The, the um yep. forget what's the name, name of the song. What's, uh, your, what, name? what's your name? There you go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think it's happening. Yeah. It's just he's in trouble. Yeah. And it doesn't mm-hmm. appear we know or he knows when it's mm-hmm. going when he's gonna get out of that trouble. That's true. I think anytime somebody's down bad and out like that, it, it the worst seems inevitable. It seems like it can't get any better. Yeah. I just think he needs to get himself whatever it looks like, get himself out of those environments, figure out a way to stay out of trouble. I don't think he needs to switch up his whole style. I don't think he needs to be personable. I don't think he needs to do any of that shit. I don't. Yeah. I really don't. I, I fir- like, dude, people stick to their theme all day. Look at the weekend. The weekend is just a, a, a slightly evolved, evolved version of who he's always been. Like he's always been an anti-social dude. He's always been somebody who doesn't really do media like that. He's always been somebody who puts like he's hella, ext- just extremely talented. Even still to this day, look at his stance against the Grammys. You know, he granted he's getting nominated for these things, which I don't think Young Boy will ever get nominated. But that's a different story. The weekend is yet to really switch up the formula, like do a 180. He's the weekend, doing little tweaks here and there, but I don't think it's that different. But from, what he, a, from what he was known before. But the weekend is a pop artist. His potential because he has an audience. Yes, he has because an of the audience. Music. I'm talking about him. The no, I artist. Agree. What I agree, has but... he done significantly different and from his appearance, from, from everything how he moves? What have you seen that's significantly different from how he started? Because I don't see that much of a difference, the guys. It I'm is, gonna be honest. It is, it is different because he's actually linking up with pop artists. Like the weekend was had a song with Doja Cat. The weekend had a song with uh uh Ariana Grande. Like that alone, Ariana Grande's fan base is amazing to where if they even see the weekend on a song, they're like, Oh, what she rock with Ariana Grande. NBA nah, Youngboy nah, nah. is you're, not you're going to have a song with Ariana Grande. No, 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 no. But you're talking about the music. I'm talking no, I, about I know, the I know. Right so now. my point is I'm, person. my point is what I'm my point is the weekend can afford to be antisocial because he's actually dabbling in a genre that is open to millions upon millions of people. Mm-hmm. NBA young boys in a hip hop genre that's super competitive. That is his fan base is very shaky in terms of, uh, you know, with hip hop, it's, it's very, uh, 
fickle. Like it's yeah. One minute they can love for you, sure, the for sure. They don't love you. Yeah. The weekend is on. The weekend was on Family Guy. They love you forever they, once you in pop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They oh, love 100%. you forever. He I mean, did a at, Super Bowl performance. Is NBA Youngboy going to do a Super Bowl performance? Like he will never, he will never will, never will. So weekend never is will. open. There's more opportunities because of what he does. NBA Youngboy, it's very limited. You, you, it's fickle. You, but once again, you're talking about music, and I, that's a good point. Like I, I get it where you're going with that. Weekend, his his transition musically into pop allowed that to happen. I'm speaking about the guy. What has the guy shown you? What has the weekend shown you that he's this different guy? He's so personal. He's doing interview. He hasn't switched up himself from what I can see that much. But we can't, but we have to remember that that NBA young boy changing his surroundings would make him a different person. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. But like, but we, like we don't, but like. The weekend hasn't changed that much, but if NBA Youngboy did like, like stop doing all the things that he currently does, and he started uh, mm-hmm. going doing interviews and stuff like that, he would be different. And so, mm-hmm. how would the fans respond to that? How mm-hmm. would the music change? Mm-hmm. And like, the weekend and and NBA time, Youngboy time, time will tell. Time will NBA tell. Youngboy NBA Youngboy started in the trenches. The weekend was in the hills to begin with, <laughs> with the drugs, <laughs> with the drugs and the mysterious people. So, like, he's staying, he's where he needs to be. <laughs> the weekend is exactly where yeah. he needs to be. It'd be a young boy, you got to get out the trenches because hey, it's not an expiration date. You man, you saying? heard, listen, the last thing I'll say, you heard the weekend say on, uh, I think it was Reminder, that song. Remember Starboy, the album? Mm-hmm. Yep. It was either yeah. Reminder, one of the, he's like, yo, I'm singing about drugs on a pop song. Like, yeah, bro, like, yeah. The, this guy is savage, man. Don't let the Michael Jackson, you know what I'm saying, uh, appearance and, and style kind of fool you, man. But yeah, yeah. I think we should move on, man. I agree. That was Damn. a good combo. That was a, a long, thre- good long-winded combo. combo. <laughs> who's giving it? Who's giving an NBA young boy breakdown like this, guys? Where? You, ain't nobody <laughs> doing that shit, man. Let's go. Next topic. Speaking of NBA young boy and people like that, who in 2021 has helped their resume and who has hurt their resume in 2021 NBA young boy you can argue helped his resume I don't know if be, him being in jail might hurt his resume I don't know we, we can argue he helped but you know I created this topic to just kind of figure out from you guys who you think in 2021 really helped and hurt their resumes I mean off top we have to say Cole helped his resume the off season mm. I feel like mm was an amazing body of work. I felt like it was needed to know that Cole still cares about mm. rap mm. and he still wants to be the best and get better at his craft. Yes, sir. I feel like, yeah, that album was definitely needed. One of the best albums, if not the best album of the year. Um, yeah, I think he helped his resume amazingly. Mm. I like that one. Great one because Cole also, like you said, Cole went back to mixtape Cole. And I think this, for people that had Cole at like the edge of the top five, I think it really helped him elevate to possibly top five rapper of all time with that Absolutely. album, particularly. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to, I got a couple names, but um, first one I'll throw out is, I think Polo G, man. You know, mm. we, we've mm. talked about Polo G for a while on this show. Um, and I just feel like, 
you know, even beyond the trolling that people kind of give to Polo G, they call him Piano G. I don't know if y'all know that one. Nah, <laughs> they, like, that's they, my they, name, Piano Melody. Yeah, they, they, they call him Piano G. It's actually kind of funny. But uh, even beyond all of that, you know, the, the trolling, I think Polo G is elevating at uh, a level right now, which not a lot of dudes his age right now in rap are doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you see him on pop songs. You see him. He just did a song with Burner Boy, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is going to mesh two worlds. You got an Afro, Afro fusion, Afro beats, Afro pop world, meshing it with the young hip hop. Like, that's going to make just, it's going to, it's just going to, I think that song is going to be massive this year, honestly. But then he dropped his album, right? Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you even just go back to that album, he had so much versatility in his music. You could see the evolution of Polo G. And I just feel like what he's doing, what he's done this year in 2021, I think is only going to go up for him. You know what I'm saying? From a feature standpoint, from an album standpoint, his profile, his visuals, everything just seems to just keep going up. So mm-hmm. Polo G is probably the first one that comes to mind for me. Mm-hmm. Darkio. A little dirty. Go for it. Lil Durk, yeah, yeah. Lil Durk is going yeah. crazy this year. Mm. I feel like every song that he's featured on, this man is just. You said pushing the needle earlier. I feel like he's mm. doing that. He got mm. everybody trying to sound like him, and it's just so amazing because he's been in this game for like over a decade, and the fact that he can just come back like this and really just take over. Yeah, shout out Lil Durk. <laughs> Dirk, I mean, if you think about it, it Dirk, Dirk was uh Dirk was one of the few rappers that were on both Donda and Certified Lover Boy, two yeah. of the biggest albums of the year. Yeah. So it's like if you would have told me five, six years ago, oh yeah, he's gonna be on yeah. both of those albums. Hell no. Yeah. Dirk, Dirk's come up was a little hard, man. Like I felt like people didn't respect put respect on his exactly. name back in the day. Like, so to yeah. see where he came from impressive there was a name i wanted to bring up it's pretty obvious tyler the creator mm-hmm. uh for the same reasons that you said with j cole i mm-hmm. thought tyler the creator showed that he loves rap and mm-hmm. he put out perhaps the album of the year his resume and respect level is now like top notch yeah it is because of that um we can also talk about nas for me i was one of those people that as the years were going by the more and more I said Nas is slipping out of my top five album, uh, rappers list. He's slipping out of my top 10 rappers list. At a certain point, I was like, Rick Ross might be ahead of Nas in terms of my favorite rappers of all time. With King Disease 2, with Hit Boy, he's back up there. Nas's level of rap, he's aged like fine wine. Yeah. And like King Disease 2 is... Yeah. E- Easily, <laughs> yeah. We lost you for a little bit. You say you know another what? person? Oh, you lost. <laughs> now nah, you like lag. Yeah, you like oh, lag a little bit. Oh, I said yeah. easily. Um, he easily one of his best albums of all time. Gotcha. You know somebody who who helped their resume too that people probably not going to say Bia. Who? Bia. Bia. Yeah. Yeah. Bia. Remember she came out with Russ. Uh, yeah. Best I ever had, and I thought she put up a great performance. Best on earth. Best on earth. Yeah. Like to me, after that, she kind of disappeared for the rest yeah. of 2020, 2021. She was she was performing at the BET Awards, BET yeah. Hip Hop Awards. Yeah, very impressive come up by, by her in 2021. Yeah, which by the way, that that uh that 
that performance got a lot of controversy too. It was like, bad, I heard. <laughs> I, yo, yo, I actually watched it. It was it was as bad as people said. I, I it was so bad that she had to come out and be like, "Thank you guys for the criticism. I'm gonna make my next shows better." Like that's how bad. What? I swear to God. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what she said. So I got two names for y'all. First one, I want to say Twenty One Savage. I feel like um, Savage Mode Two. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that was amazing. Um, just in terms of like the concept, how the songs flowed, having Morgan Freeman uh, doing that, I feel like that helped his resume. It played more into the brand of Twenty One, like who he is, you know. And I think that was a a great job. I always mm. look forward to his albums and what he does over there. <clears throat> Number two is gonna throw you off because it's not really even hip hop anymore. Uh, I want to say MGK. He made a Ooh. punk album. He made a punk Ooh, album. I, I don't like know if that's twenty twenty one, but I know nah, that I think it is. Went, Okay. I think it came out early in the year, right? Am okay, I sure? Yeah. It just went platinum like a few weeks ago. Wow. So, um, yeah, I think MGK, like, he like completely revamped his whole brand and he's doing like he's getting accolades and nominations that he like never got before in his, his rapping mm-hmm. career. So I just want to salute that too. Like that takes a lot of courage to do. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I, I like that one. Um I'm unbiased. Oh, thank I'm- you. So you, love say, him. you love MGK. I'm, I'm, yeah. I am. I, I, I don't really care about these people's careers like that. But like, <laughs> I'm very proud of what MGK was yeah. able to accomplish. Like, very proud because I feel like he's been misunderstood. It took him a while to figure out his niche. Yeah, he figured it out. 2020, it out. 2021, man. And I'm proud. That's that's dope to see. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, so I got a I got a controversial one. You know, because yeah. I because I don't think that this is like a glaring. Um, <laughs> I don't think this is somebody that most people will even mention, but I do want to salute Tory Lanez just you just for a bit here. I do. Okay. And, and you know, I'm not going to go down the route that I think most people will want to talk about all that. Shit. I don't give a fuck about none of the legal shit no more. Like, I really don't respect to everybody involved. However, helped his, helped his resume or hurt. I, so so it helped. So this year, right. You know, we've seen him do features. We've seen him. We've seen him have Chris Brown on a song. We've seen him, you know, a song with the baby. We've seen him come out with that uh, that NFT album. You know, uh, that nobody has ever really done. Sold sold a million NFT, a million copies on an NFT album. We've seen him beef with Cassidy. Like I feel, I feel like where Tory Lanez has kind of elevated himself. It seems like a resurgence happening right now. It it really does, and and that's why I brought up before the episode. You know what Tory Lanez is doing, some album that he's about to drop at the end of this year. I'm almost seeing the tides turn. You know, I from from somebody who was so vilified just last year to see people kind of fucking with him again, but not really all the way. I feel like this next album is it's gonna have people back on his back on his side. I, I really feel that mm. way. I feel wow. like he he got a lot. He put a lot of things in motion this year. He did. Mm. If you if you're paying attention put a lot of things in motion. And I think mm-hmm. that this album at the end of the year is potentially going to be the one to really make people really believe how talented he he truly is. Because, you know, we talk about talented artists all the time. And, and from a, from an artistic, from a talent standpoint, I think Tory Lanez is, is second to none in hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. He, he really mm-hmm. is that good, mm-hmm. you know? And so we, I think the people are really going to feel it. I, I, that's that's my impression of what I, what I see Tory Lanez doing. Do you guys feel that or not? Yeah, I feel that. And like he had that song with Chris Brown that I really liked. Um, yeah, 
I can't think of what it's called right now. But um, no, nah, I feel that. I just feel like in terms of where he was at when he dropped uh, mm-hmm. the chicks tape, the last chicks tape. Mm-hmm. I feel it was like a fall that off. Was, yeah, mm-hmm. and so. I would just be hesitant to say that his resume is improving mm-hmm. just because that was like all that was that time mm-hmm. he was like the guy mm-hmm. and then going into quarantine he had the quarantine radio he was mm-hmm. he was the guy mm-hmm. i feel like Remember? anything he could do after that is kind of like uh i don't mm-hmm. know so right after right after the quarantine i think he dropped new toronto three which wasn't a like an amazing project or anything like that but it was yeah, yeah. it was pretty good it was pretty yeah. good yeah you know what i'm saying like I'm just, I'm bringing his name up, not to say I, pretty much like I don't think he's going the other way. I don't think yeah. he's falling off. I think I think he's actually I, resurging very okay. slowly. Yeah. Very, very I mean, slowly. Ooch, I'm telling ooch, you, dog. Ooch, from an artist standpoint, yes. <laughs> from an artist standpoint, his content is has hasn't gotten better, you know, and he's still as talented as he's ever been. But at the end of the day, people aren't messing with him anymore like that. Like, or not, not, I anymore. think it's going to change. Man. A lot that's, of people my, are not messing with him. So it's my, almost like yeah. the baby. Yeah. Where I don't think the baby helped himself. Like going to people that resumes actually went down. Like, I'm glad you, I like that. I gave you yeah, somebody who's borderline. Now let's get into some people that, so, that like are literally gonna, going the other way in an and obvious the, way. Not to be disrespectful with this list. I'm just going to name some people. Some is not even because of the music, just because their circumstances. But like I mentioned the baby. We all know why. Controversial statements, very stupid statements that he made. That was just a really bad decision. Um, you know somebody who I think hurt their resume a lot? Megan the Stallion. Like Welcome I back. think ever since the whole situation with Tory Lanez, she's now pivoted to this person that's either focusing on that situation. Or putting her energy onto like pop records. Like I've seen her on Maroon 5's album. I've seen her on like K-pop artists. Yeah, BTS. Like it's it's right, she's on. now and more and more becoming that gimmick that I thought she could possibly be. I I, I didn't want to believe she was a gimmick, but like she's now her moves lately have been showing me that. And from my standpoint, maybe she's as popular as she's ever been, but for me. When you start introducing those gimmicks into the equation, like I start to be like, uh, that that might be the, the start of the downfall for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, another person that comes to my mind that hurt their resume is um, is uh, Jack Harlow. I feel like when Jack Harlow first came out, he was this dope white boy that was like killing verses. Like he seemed like this real hip hop head. Yeah. Now I don't know. As of late, like I've been feeling like he's a little cheesy. I don't know if, if y'all get that same feeling. Like some of the moves he's been doing has been kind of cheesy. And like, I, I don't know, maybe he's accepting songs that he probably should not have been accepting. But I do feel like I'm not as excited as I was about him before. Mm. And, uh, you know, last person I'm going to bring up that that I think hurt their resume a little bit was Trippy Red. You know, I think his album was very anticipated. Not a bad album at all. But I feel like the reception that it got was just kind of like, listen to it one week and it's gone. Yep. Like, not a single mm-hmm. person is that this was the album of the year nominee. Not a single person is mentioning that, like, you know, <laughs> I still listen to Trippy Red's album. Like, 
kind of just came and went, you know? And so it kind of sucks because Trippy Red is in the conversation as most popular artists. I'm sure, Uch, we talked about uh, moving units, right? Trippy Red's album probably moved a couple hundred K, 120K. But it's like, I don't know. He just doesn't seem as interesting as he was two years ago. And this album kind of solidified it for me. So hmm. those are a few names that I, I, I wanted to mention. But Kodak Black is an honorable mention. <laughs> with some of the stuff he's doing. Yeah. But that's just a You mean you talking about musically or outside of the music? Which one? Both. Both. <laughs> like musically, outside of the music. Um, ever since he's come out of jail, what got out of jail? What hit has he made yet? He's dropped music. He's dropped he's music. Dropped, he's dropped about two albums, right? Like two out, like legit albums. Can you remember a single song from them? Remember, nah, before man. he went to jail, my man Kodak Black had a song with Bruno Mars and Gucci Mane that was played on pop stations. I look so fly. He has yet to do anything even remotely close to that since getting out of jail. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, man. You rattled off a lot of good names, for real, for real. You, you did, you did, and uh, unfortunately, I don't have any good ones on the list. So, Jordan, do you have do you have another <laughs> one that, that that you want to mention, like somebody that's basically going the other way, somebody who hasn't really helped their career? They're kind of going backwards in a way. That's kind of how I take this question, right? Mm-hmm. Man, see, I feel like. 2021 but it's been so much like good music mm-hmm. like i feel like we've gotten we've been blessed with so much music that i don't even be focusing on the stuff that i don't want to hear so i'm really mm-hmm. kind of out of the loop i would say this year um but mm-hmm. i actually like what you said uh especially when you brought up meg the stallion and i wanted to ask a question like what's up with like rappers obsession to go pop like to have the the Doja Cat features and the mm. and the uh, Ariana Grande's like why do we obsess over that like do y'all have any thoughts on you that want, you you want my real you want my real money? answer or are you, you, want say my, you, you want my real answer or do you want my uh my politically informed answer <laughs> <laughs> you want you want my ill advised answer or do you want my 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 polished answer which I one? want I want the ill advised man ill advised <laughs> all right so. First off, it's about money. Number yeah. one, that's 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 the obvious one. Yeah, but I think it's more so about it's about validation, guys. Like it's about mm. it's about validation. Like they like if you're an artist, most people want their music validated by the the most amount of people, right? And unfortunately, in this country, at least from a hip hop standpoint, the majority of people are white, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm, what mm. music is going to connect with mm. people more? It's probably pop music, right? And so just from a, if we just doing just simple psychology, I think music is all about identification. Like, can I identify with this music? Can I identify with this artist? This is the reason why MGK can pivot from rap to to punk rock and to and to do that and like do it so seamlessly and really still have a career. Now, granted, he's doing it amazingly. I rock with it for sure. But like, can your average black artist do that seamlessly? Right. I don't know. So I think it's I think it's about money first. Yeah. Then I think it's about 
catering to the masses, but I think the masses are white and white people generally like pop music, bro. Like that's just what it comes down to at the end of the day. It's kind of heartbreaking because it's like you you hear every young rapper say, oh, I'm a rock star or I'm a pop star. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. why doesn't anybody just want to be a rap star? Like, why can't we make that a term? Like, why do you have to? Hey, hey, Polo G, you know, Polo, Polo G said, oh, yeah, I'm a rap he, star. No, nah, he did. He did. You're right. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, do you want my politically correct Yo, this, answer? Ill-advised. See, I want the right, ill-advised. See, give, me, give me the real shit. So, we, we, we done with the fluff. All right. Let's get into the shits. So. <laughs> get to the shits. I, y'all going to hate me. Ill-advised wise guys fans are gonna hate me. Let's go. Hip hop fans are gonna hate me. Go. At the end of the day, from a musical standpoint, right, you know pop is just better music. It's just better. Like it's when you it's it's the melodies are crisper, the beats are more versatile, the topics are more high quality than what we see. Pop is just better so like when you see the baby go on Dua Lipa's song he sounds crisper he sounds better because it just fits it just is like that next layer as opposed to the baby hopping on yet another trap beat yet another song where everybody's trying to do melodies like it's more experimental pop takes elements of everything Pop takes elements of trap. Pop takes elements of R&B. Pop takes elements of everything these days. And I just think that it brings out more in an artist than to just do a hip-hop song. So, hold on. Sorry, before, Joe, and I know know you, I just want to say one thing. Uh, I've called security on on cue, so they'll be at your door pretty soon. Um, That sounds good. don't, 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 Don't you ever... Utter half the shit you just said again. I'm, just, I'm, be, I'm be honest with you. It's like you better, say, man. You like, saying a lot of you saying a lot of asinine things. Now, now hey, I understand where you're coming from hey, to some hey, degree. As I said, ill advised, man. Hey. No, look, look. To some from a degree, musical standpoint, from a listen, just one, a musical standpoint. One thing that's for sure is that, I, in general, pop encompasses more elements of different genres into the music. Like it, it, it does. I agree with that. To say it's better music, that's that's your opinion, you know. Like I, I wouldn't, you know, that I would. That's your opinion. opinion. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that as a universal statement. I don't agree with that. I it's personally all, think it's, it's better. It's all subjective. I think this is all down to I di- who who do you identify with? I think pop is just kind of generic music in a way, in a lot of ways. I think but people just. A, I think people like generic music. People I mean, do from a, from a musical standpoint, though. It's. From a musical standpoint, it takes a little more talent, in my humbling opinion, to put together a really good pop record. Like, I mean, it takes, to me, it takes instrumentation, understanding the importance of bringing the best out of you from the instrumentation to the the melodies to the content that you talk about. It's harder to make a pop hit than it is to make a rap hit. In my opinion, I don't know. So, I I think it's harder because I, I feel like a uh there's a lot of um pop artists who just copy and paste like they have um you know the short catchy hook then they got a bridge in there then they got you know you know I feel like I feel like some artists just copy and paste. That's true. 
I think the artists like Bieber's of the world, they kind of Kid Leroy. I mean, if you put him in rapper pop, but does that? Mm -hmm. But man, listen, I feel like black culture is the culture. You know, I might get canceled for that. No, it is. And I feel like you'll find that a lot of people try to do what we do. So why is it? Why are we trying to leave our genre to do what they do? Like we should mm. just stick to what we do and hone on that. Like hone that craft, sharpen our tool set. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I don't know, man. But Jordan, the thing is, I, I actually think I say pop, right? Yeah. But I actually think a lot of these so-called hip hop artists are making pop records. Like, yeah. for instance, I think that rap star, yes, he's rapping on it. That's kind of like a pop song a little bit to me. It's a rap song, but like it's, it gives me pop feels. Um, and and I, I feel like a lot of what Lil Uzi Vert does, a lot of what uh, our favorite artists, Juice Worlds of the World used to do, were pop songs. Yeah. So I think the black community and culture are actually behind the reason pop is at such a high level right now. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I agree. I agree. But I think it's our own like variation of it. You know, mm-hmm. but when um like I see the baby do a song with Dua Lipa, while it may sound good, it's just it I feel like it kind of goes against his brand, like who it he does. is. It does. It you does. know, and maybe instead of stepping into her world, you could get her to step into your world. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like like even when Uzi was coming up, he was always saying he was a rock star and his major influence was Marilyn Manson. And it's like, fam, come on, bro. Like, I know you listen to more rappers. I know you listen to rap. Like, I know it's not just you don't listen, you listen to like Marilyn Manson and rock and you don't I listen agree. to rap at all. Like, we should I take agree. more pride in our culture. And instead of trying to be a rock star or a pop star, how about mm-hmm. you try to be a rap star? Like, you're, you're making Speak. rap music. Speak. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. No, well, I agree. If they, with if they don't care, if they don't care enough about it, which I don't think people care about rap, we we've had this topic before, which where I I think rap for people is to get into the door as a musician, yeah. but majority of them actually want to be rock stars and pop stars and stuff like that. Rap yeah. is an entry level genre. I've said it before. That's what MGK did. That's Post what Kid Leroy did. Post Malone did it. You know, it's an entry level genre. But hold on, but hold on though. Like it's an entry level genre because we, the people, have allowed that to happen. We we've we've supported other genres and held them at higher regard than we have rap music. But I think ultimately, who whose fault is that? Like when you say rap is entry level genre, and we blame certain artists for like transitioning, like Post Malone. Some people are mad at him for switching up, right? Oh, you you came in White Iverson. And now you came and make it too young, White Iverson and all these other rap joints. You had braids, then you switched it up completely. Do we get mad at him, the artist, for doing that? Or do we get mad at the conditions, the, the people making intri- making rap an entry-level genre? Because I agree with you. Like, we've set it up that way to allow these people to come in and do that. Like, who's, who's fault? Who should we actually be, it, be blaming but, in a way? But, Uch, you said it earlier, right? What did you say? NBA young boy shouldn't change. NBA young boy should continue to do what he's naturally doing. Well, that's yeah. literally not growing. To me, I think 
when you challenge yourself as a musician, that means you start to play with different instrumentation. That means you start to play with different sounds, melodies, vibes. And I think that from a rapping standpoint, when people look at hip hop, they look at it from just like, oh yeah, I'm just rapping over a trap beat at this point right now, or I'm just doing melodies. I'm just talking about the streets. I want to talk about more stuff. And I think, or I want to talk about more stuff. I want to play with more types of instruments. So I, I think it's more so from a musical standpoint, people see more growth opportunities with pop, R&B. Because think about it. Even Don Tolliver is morphing into an R&B artist. Young Blue is morphing into an R&B artist from hip hop. This is a hip hop problem. I think what it is, man, I just thought about this, man. I feel like we're too, we're too accepting. If mm -hmm. you, I think um, MGK just performed at like a punk festival and he got booed yep. because apparently I guess the punk fans feel like that's not real punk. There's mad gatekeepers when you go in these other genres. In order to even like ascend and get talked about, you have to be the real deal. Whereas in rap, you could start rapping yesterday and blow up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that easy. We There's really no gatekeepers. I could record in my booth on this mic right here or whatever, and I can like be in the door. Whereas in rock, punk, they take that so seriously. Like, you really have to have that respect. You have to really do it. Because they have I standards. Like, I like the fact that we do that, though. But I think the thing is, because we do that and we, like, let people in and there's no real gatekeepers, I don't know. I think that plays a part in people, like, transitioning out. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. What you just said, first off, is on point. But I think it's a, you're pointing to a much bigger issue in, I think, the black community. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, uh, snap. Like, I, but I ain't gonna go there. I ain't gonna okay, go there. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not gonna go. I'm just letting you know. Like, I think Word. you actually, I think you actually are touching on a subject that's much deeper than just music. Okay. I think black people are too accepting. Yeah. I'm be honest with you. But yeah, yeah like I said, I am gonna keep it light. We already you know, damn near at a two-hour mark. I'm not even gonna go there today. You know, <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? It's Jordan, cool. I, ain't gonna go I there, always, dog. I always say this. I always say this. You know, I always say, Uch, black culture is too cheap. We sell it for way too cheap. And I just think that hip hop is one of those things, a part of black culture that we just sell for way too cheap. Mm. It's it's Bro, we don't we don't we don't we don't value it the way it should be. We don't value yeah. it. We don't yeah. value half the shit that gets taken the way it should be valued. You know what I'm saying? And that and that's a that's a art, that's a that's an internal problem. That's yeah. not I think that's, that's a problem like, all around. No, but I'm saying that's not to look at anybody outside of the genre or somebody who's not really a fan for them to decide. That's something that the people within the genre, the people yeah. within the community have to establish standards yeah. and say, we're not going to allow certain things to go on until that happens. People are just going to be yeah. out here doing whatever they want. Really? Yeah. You can have but the people, the, 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 the new artists who just recorded a song in their booth, sorry, on their laptop today and blow up tomorrow. It's a rap song. It'd be on every playlist. Like you can have that. Like, I'm sorry, I got to say this, but to kind of, this is the last thing I'll say. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Matt, Which, by the way, by the way, by the way, we should uh, end the show after this. We've been going okay. for a minute. Let's, okay. let's, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up after this. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Last thing I'm going to say. Yeah. Think about it. Which genre age is best? Like, literally, there's hip hop songs from 011, 2011, 2007, 2008. I can't listen to it. 
Yes. I'm like, this is too like 2007. Yeah. This is too 2012. Like after about five years, hip hop songs kind of just I I can't like believe it or not. I listened to to um, Kendrick Lamar's first album, uh, and I was like, it uh, it doesn't hit like it did before. But you, you look at some of these pop songs. I feel like they age a little better. Like, um, for instance, uh, I think for instance, let's say Bieber, right? Peaches. You can call that a pop song, I guess. I don't know what you will call that. But I think five years from now, that song is still going to feel crisp. Mm-hmm. Just from a listening to it from a standpoint, my, my ears test test. It's going to feel crisp. Like the kid Leroy, his album I think five years from now will still feel and sound crisp. I cannot guarantee you that Lil Durk's album will still sound crisp in three years, four mm. years. I can't guarantee you that the baby's album will still sound crisp. Only so, a select few, like Kanye, so, Drake, yeah. Jay-Z, were able to make timeless sounding stuff. Yeah, I think but, I think from a rapper standpoint, uh generally the pe- people that like they have something to say musically, you know, the content is always, if the content is superior, it's going to last the test of time. Like we're yeah. always going to, we're always going to want to hear what Jay has to say. Cause when he speaks, he's usually speaking something that's, that means something. And we're going to, we're going to remember it. We're going to remember how we felt like 444 to me, we can hear that album 15 years from now. And I, and I truly believe because of the messaging in the album, it's going to hold weight. So I think anytime the messaging is there from a rapper standpoint, mm-hmm. we're going to hold it to a degree. But I want to go back, though. Like, you, you said something that uh, kind of made me start thinking where, you know, pop song is a bit more, um, it's a bit more memorable um, overall, right? Overall. And the reason why I think that is because there's melody usually attached to these songs, right? They try to make it in a in a in a way where it's so catchy and it's so infectious to where you will actually never forget the feeling. You know, like I could think of like old Maroon 5 songs that I've listened to mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Like Sunday I'm talking about morning. Bro, like them mm-hmm. shit still slap. Like I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. They really still go and it's because mm-hmm. like the instrumentation a lot of times and really just I'm getting down really it's to the melody. Like they they choose a little bit more they, they're a little bit more intentional about the way they reel people in with the hooks. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like. Like you know dude, like like Backstreet Backstreet back like I could still listen to that joint and be like, whoa, this joint rocks. Like like or in sync is gonna be me. Like as corny and cheesy as it sounded back then, still to this day, like I still think that's a good song and I can enjoy myself listening to it. Well, but to be fair though, to be fair though, I could I can say the same thing for a lot of hip hop songs, a lot you of hip hop albums back in the day. Like I could listen can. to Old Mace, I can. I could listen can. to Harlem World. This shit is still going to be good to me. I think back you know? in the day, back in the day, hip hop. I, I can listen to old DMX, like first two, three albums from DMX. Really, two albums. They're still good. It was a really, lot more really timeless good. back in the day, like in the nineties. They were making a lot more timeless songs, in my opinion. In two, 2010 to like twenty twenty, not as much, in my opinion, not as much. Yeah, but it, 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 to bring it back full circle, sorry, real quick, I know I'm talking too much, but to bring it back full circle, I actually think your boy Meek Mill makes timeless sounding hip hop albums, like he makes timeless sounding music. <laughs> you may not music. like it, you may not like what? it, what? 
But in like three years, like I can still listen to Champions. Can, Uch, can you listen to Champions today? Can you, Champions. Can you listen to no, no, Champions? No, 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 no. Hey, Q speak. Q speaking facts. He's speaking facts. It's I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm, I'm not now. Now, now. Let's be very. Let's be really clear. We just brought up '90s music. So if you're asking me, 20 years from now, am I gonna be listening to Meek? Probably not. But three to five years, seven years, yeah. Like I, I honestly believe Championships is an album that he was speaking a lot of shit. He was speaking a lot of real shit. You go back and listen to Wins and Losses. I'm telling you right now, go back and listen to Wins and Losses. It's a really, really good album. It's gonna, it's gonna stay the test of time. You know what I'm saying? Like I think he makes more albums that are timeless than not. Meek Mill, yes. I'm speaking of. And I think Yo. this album is timeless. It's gonna be a timeless album. This, this we we gotta use the word we gotta use the word timeless very loosely Yo, though, because I, I do not mean that as the shit is amazing music. No, I'm I, not know, I know y'all trying to get that weird. meek interview. I know y'all trying to get that meek interview. <laughs> Yo, fam, stop. <laughs> the cap has to stop. The cap oh, has man. to stop, bro. I'm not even hating right now. Y'all said it's timeless. I, that's why I, I clarified so, the word time. I'm like that timeless. to me when I when I use the word when I use the word timeless, I'm not speaking on the quality of the me music. Too. I'm speaking on the moment in time and how he's doing just enough to where in a few years it still sounds kind of fresh. It like still the sounds energy, fresh. The energy that was there when the project was being made that I felt when I first heard it. It's still there. That doesn't mean it's think, timeless. It just means Jordan, it's there. Like I can why still you feel think, it. Why you think his intro from his first album still to this day people play it in clubs? It's, it's timeless. That's a timeless album. No, 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 no. That's not. That's not timeless. That's not timeless. Let me. Let me help. It was a moment in time. We re- we go back to that moment when they played in the club. You remember when it came out? That was a that's, moment. Bro, that's I, timeless. I, I, I feel like that. timeless is bigger than a moment. Thomas is if it came out yesterday, like Thomas is more so like you might got a point. I'm thinking about what I'm no, saying. No, bro, it's the same thing, saying. y'all. It's the yeah, same thing. You might got a point. You might got a no, point. No, it's the, it, moment in time is the same thing. It took to me, to me, I don't know if you were where you were where you where I think you were going. I it sounded like you was going the route of does the music represent something that happened of that time? Like, for example, if like yeah. if I'm the game, right? Let's say I'm the game, I'm a, I'm the rapper, right? The game. Yeah. And yeah. you know how he name drops. He says a lot of things of current day, right? Yeah. So five years later, I may be listening back like, bro, we're not even on that. Like, why are you talking about some shit that was happening? Five- to me, those type of songs don't age well when you, yeah. when mm-hmm. you throw in shit of the time. Yeah. Meek actually has a lot of songs and I think a lot of albums that do stand, they, do, they will stand the test of time. And it's because of the energy. I feel like that was intently drawn into the content mm-hmm. and everything. You still feel it at but the end I, of the day. All right, so let's throw that last point out because okay. I realized while I was talking, I was wrong. But I do feel like in order for something to be timeless, it has to have replay value. So I, yeah, I think it does. I think, I think it does, you, it does. so what, what, to a degree. So, so here's here's I know Uchi, you gave your point of timeless. Here's my point yes. of timeless. Timeless doesn't mean it's great, but I would have interest to listen to it again. Like I would two years from now actually be interested in being like, oh, you know what? Let me check out Big Mill's album again. Like championships. I listen to championships multiple times. I will still like be interested to listen to it tomorrow. You know, I'm not saying it's great, but I I, I would like to hear it again. 
that I think Meek Mill does really well at making stuff that you are actually interested enough to press play on again. There's some artists that don't, in my opinion. Like, for instance, there's a lot of artists that don't. <laughs> I love what Lil TJ did with his album. Lil TJ dropped a pretty decent album, but am I do I feel like listen to it three years from now? I'm no. never going back to it. Never. Even from a lesser standpoint, Big Sean. I mean, I, I think Big Sean's a great rapper. Do I feel like going back and listening to that album again? Nah. But Meek Mill, I actually would listen to it again. As crazy as it sounds. I may not you know, enjoy myself. You, you know, there's a lot of t- there's a lot of timeless albums. I have a lot on my list, and some of them are actually up on my wall. Like I think Channel Orange by Frank Ocean is timeless. Of course. Oh, of course. Of course. You know, That's I think obvious. I think I think uh Carter Two is a timeless album. Like I, now, it might sound dated, right? Dated is not the same as timeless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it can mm-hmm. sound dated, but still be timeless. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think Victory Lap by 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 Nipsey Hussle. That's oh, yeah. gonna be a timeless album. Like we're gonna be listening. And, and I know a lot of people may make the argument it's because it hit the tragedy and people feel mm-hmm. close to the, the, a lot of people gonna make those type of arguments. But if you listen to the music, the feeling behind it, that's some shit that's gonna last. 10 years from now, we're going to remember Victory Lap and be listening like, damn, yo, but, that shit but still that's the thing. People don't talk about championships like that. Like, like people, will still, people will still post all the albums I'm seeing in the background on your wall. Like when the anniversary pops up, academics, shade room, like those type of places will post that. Complex will post that. People don't talk about championships no more. I, I think mean, but, the I mean, last time I listened to that, like I mean, I think that's a class. So you're that's a classic. So people post classics. By no means is championship a classic. Correct. But let's say one day you're like you heard one Meek Mill song, and you're mm-hmm. like, man, I actually want to. I feel like I I don't know about y'all, but I get into moods where I want to listen to certain artists. There are certain times I actually want to listen to Meek Mill, like a lot, like a whole 100%. album of Meek Mill. Hundred percent. So I think championships is one of those because you know. Right. I, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I just I, thought about it. You're right. Yo, not hey, saying hey, that is hey, great. Hey, Jordan out here. Jordan out here anti-meek this episode. Yeah, I was. You, you anti-meek right. right now, my guy. Like, come on. We, we, at the end of the day, Meek Mill is, he may not be the most popular artist, but he is one of the more interesting rappers in the game. He's interesting. All right, y'all got me looking like a hater. <laughs> Look, I feel like I feel like y'all right. I, I typically attach timeless with classic. Mm-hmm. But something can be timeless and not a classic now that I think about it. So I'll give y'all that. I was wrong. So yeah, man. Um, yo, we I, yo, we've given the people so much today, man. I, I we had more topics. I don't even think we should get into it. Maybe we can do it at a, a later date. But uh we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I feel like I lost myself in these conversations, man. I hope you guys feel that when y'all listen back, honestly. Like, you know, and so with that being said. You know, check my man uh, Jordan Low out. Uh, would you? What would you? Is it Low Show Co? Is that what you Low said? Low Show Co. Low Show Co. Low Show Co. On all platforms. Check me out. U C H A Y Uche V A on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and also Facebook. Check my guy Q D out. Would you say Q D isn't available? Q Q D isn't <laughs> available is my new Twitter name. I like that. Yeah. It's 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 weird, but it's cool. It works. It seems to work. Uh, yeah, man. Until next time, guys. Until you next know, time. Until Meek, next time. Meek, if you're watching this, bro, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Straight up, I'm sorry. I didn't even mean it. I didn't even yeah. mean it, man. Yeah, this, I was playing okay. the advocate for content, bro. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Yo, you're not supposed to admit that on air, man. You're not supposed to admit that, man. Let me so, let me press so the, stop. Let me press stop, and then you can say that. The, the show, the show is rigged. They know it's rigged. It's definitely rigged, man. Yo, as always, if you're giving advice, make sure that mother sucker is ill. <laughs>